All right, everybody, before the sh today's show starts, uh, I just want to throw out an education to my grandma, Millie, who passed away last Tuesday, um, on August 23rd. Um, I actually flew out to Jersey last week for the wake and the funeral, so a whole bunch of family. And um, I just wanted to say that she was 99 and a half years old. I was actually planning on attending her 100th birthday in February. So um, I just want to say rest in peace and to Grandma Millie, say hi to Grandpa Ciro for me and everybody up in heaven. So a moment of silence for her. I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, a superstar. We're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's just freaking wrestle. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present this podcast to you in all its glory. They are the bearded wonders, the twin sons from different mothers. He is Blake. He is Sal. And together they are the Blake and Sal Show. And if you're not okay with that, I have two words for you. Stay tuned. I caught you cheating. You had the nerve to say you're sleeping. Just not with her, but tell your friends that I'll be lost without you. And I'll admit it. Sometimes I miss when we were in it. So I made a Forget all the things I hate Hello and welcome to the Blake and Sal Show with Mark, episode number 433. Hey, we're back, guys. We're back. Huh. I'm your host, Blake, and I carry two loaves of bread through two airports. You figure that one out. Let me bring on my co-host. First of all, the um, biggest deal podcasting, he's off this week. He's too busy for us right now, apparently. But anyway, let's bring on the man, the myth, legend, Mark, dad, how you doing? I'm doing well, and uh, yeah, you got your bread through the airport, and it's untouched, and he screened it. And yeah, I love the fact that go. nobody judges a big guy walking two loaves of Italian bread through an airport. Like yeah, nobody judges they, that. They still screen it to make sure there's nothing inside. <laughs> no, I, I I put it through the security screener. That's the best part. I, I sent it through by itself, not in a bag or anything, by itself. <laughs> Maybe they so thought you were doing a delivery. I don't know. Yeah, like I literally, I, I, nobody. That's the best part. Nobody questioned it. Like nobody questioned it. That was right. Well, and, and you know, for for Sal out there, yes, I, I have a message for you. Yes, yes. Jay Lethal still likes me. Oh, Jesus Christ! We'll get the Jay Lethal. We'll get the we'll, like, like an hour and a half. We'll get the Jay Lethal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> opening song. I've been actually holding on to this one for a while. This is Leah Kate. Ten things I hate about you. I, this has been all over like all social media, and it, it really became big right before we went on vacation. So I'm like, I'm gonna open up our first show back from the break with this song. Nice, so why not? Nice it's really nice good. Well, this has actually been used all over like TikTok and Facebook for like video montages and everything. It's actually been hilarious. Wow. <laughs> so. Well, while we were doing the intro, our um, special guest co-host is here with his team. Hello. And let me play his music and get him on. 
I swear this man has one of the longest intros on our show, but I have no problem with it. What's going on? John, welcome back to the show. John Parker, welcome back. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Anytime, anytime. You know that. You're always welcome here. Uh, did, did, did you get the boiling issue under control? Oh, yeah. You were making oh, yeah. your tea right before I talked to you. I, I don't know. How, how very English of me. <laughs> I have a question for you, Doc, because I, I do, I do um, one of my favorite Peloton instructors is, is in the UK. Okay. And um, he uses the word bop. He uses the word bop a lot. Is that popular for like, bop? He's like he always says that songs were a big bop. Is that a big thing by you? Uh, yeah, okay. uh, I've heard that quite a lot. Yeah, he uses um, that a lot. It's like his thing. It's like one of his things. <laughs> it tends to be people younger than me. I mean, I'm 36. It tends to be a bit younger, they would say. Okay, I was just <laughs> curious. I was curious. It's a, we also, I don't know if you say it. We say, like, it's a banger. That's a big thing that we say all the time. Actually. <laughs> that was actually made fun of by the way Keller Show today. The word oh. banger was made fun of by the way Keller Show today. That's pretty funny. By Jason and Ben Wade. That was pretty funny today. <laughs> All right. Well, we have a lot to do today. Like this is one of this is actually almost a, this is almost as big as the um that that show you came back on in March on WrestleMania weekend. That's how much we got going on here. But what? so, what so John, do you have your glass of wine handy? Just yeah, this is going to be a show and a half. I'm, I'm trying to be healthy this week. I'm not having any wine till the weekend. If it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel better, I'm sitting here eating a bowl of grapes. If it makes you feel any better, oh, there you go. so there you go. <laughs> hey, Pepsi. Hey. Okay, so let's actually. Dad, you can read Southport on this. Health Department Show. Find all the partners you can find the show and all your products we work on at theblakeandstylesshow.com. You can buy our shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more from our Tee Public store. Click on the Tee Public link on our website or go to Tee Public and search the Blake and Sal Show. And uh, hey, I think we're working on our can koozies. I wish. That would be awesome. I could use them right now. I could use them right now. But, uh, <laughs> but not all items actually available. So let's go to break. We'll come right back. All right. Um, as always, go if you have not picked it up. Why have you not picked up? I know I am. Mandy's children's book. It's available now on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, and in Orange App Publishing. Now in English and in Spanish. Go pick it up. Come on, guys. See. Um, John, do your thing. Well, uh, I've been asked to plug myself for some reason, even though I'm just a fool. But I have <laughs> podcasts of my own. I am the host, co-host of Bat Minute. So you can find us. Just just type in Bat Minute Podcast. You'll find us. You'll find us. I also host Hedvig Inch by Angry Inch about the movie Hedvig and the Angry Inch. And I know I said this last time, but we are doing a new one <laughs> Miami Minute. It's not out yet because I've been busy the last couple of months. But it, we've recorded 10 episodes as of this. So hey, that's it, big. It's coming. It's there coming. You go. That's 10 weeks. It's only a weekly show. There you go. There you I know. feel that. I feel that. I'm actually starting my newest project tomorrow. I'm actually starting my new oh. project that it's not coming out till February, but I'm I'm getting it done before the holidays because I'm going to be busy in February. I'm going to be busy in February. <laughs> I should have done that exact thing. <laughs> See, I already know that I like. I already have plans. I already have a trip planned in February. I'm going to a show in February. Like I'm already busy in February, so I'm trying to get this all done before then. <laughs> so, 
All right. Um, one more thing I do want to say before I hit wrestling. So, as I said at the top of the show, I had to go to Jersey for a funeral and everything over the weekend. Lots of wake. I got stopped by one of my cousins. Okay, I'm going to clarify this. When I say one of my cousins, the problem yes. is I talked to about 100 people. And I don't remember who the hell said this to me. That's the problem. I don't remember who actually said this to me, but I talked to a lot of people. One of the reasons I have a sore throat. Because a lot of people hugged me, and some people I don't even know. But anyway, one of my cousins came up to me and went and said, I listened to your show. I'm like, really? I never hear that often from family because it's wrestling and most wrestling. I don't have really wrestling fans in my family. And um, they're like, I really enjoy your show. You guys are funny. I have zero clue what you guys are talking about half the time, but I really enjoy your show. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> that might be the best compliment I've had in a long time. Uh, <laughs> is, is he one of our, like, ten listeners? No, we have a lot. We have a bigger, we have a bigger audience than you realize. Yeah, oh, yeah. if you ask the concert, we have a much bigger audience than you realize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, by the way, a picture of my background today is actually from my Chicago trip. A couple weeks ago, I took was, uh, we took I took this of uh, the Chicago skyline. We were on the um, a Navy Pier, so very cool. I figured I use one of my photos. Like I need to steal it. I'm going to download it off you and put it as my background. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I was about that also from T2E2. I'm wearing my Dan Housen CM Punk shirt from T2E2. Yeah. <laughs> today, so I, I haven't had a reason to wear it on the air since I got it because it was like right. Our, I realized the last time I touched this microphone. Was um look at my calendar, uh, August seventh. <laughs> the last time I touched this microphone. For you, that's crazy. Yeah, because we took three <laughs> weeks off. We took a bunch of break. And we recorded a bunch of shows, and we took away time off. Yep. So it's a long time. So it's been a long time since I've hit this. Oh, what a rush. 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 Stop. Listen. Because. Because. <laughs> I am Lance Catamaran. Motherfucker, I love professional wrestling. All right. Hey, before we get into it, I'm going to do a shameless plug. Hey, if you've got A&E Network on your TV, whether it's streaming or cable, go to this week's WWE Biography Legends, Rey Mysterio. It's a great watch, and you learn more about Ray and the relationship between him and Eddie Guerrero. So if you get a chance to go to it, please, it's a good watch. I am so far behind on all of my stuff. I have not watched the biography. I haven't even watched the Edge one yet. I've been meaning to, and I haven't watched it yet. The only one I've watched is the Bellas. <clears throat> That's the only one I've watched. I'll have to watch that, because I want to know more about their relationship, you know, but, you know, especially because Eddie... <clears throat> Is the actual father of Dominic. I know. And they actually, had, the, I know the um, WWE Rivals episode that came out after biography was Eddie and Ray. That's actually the Rivals episode from right. last yeah. week. They did Edge and Cena. I want to watch that too. I want, I haven't had a chance. I've been so far behind and then I had to go out of town. This, so I'm very, very behind on my stuff. I'm not, you realize, this, you know what else yeah. I realized? I'm like six or seven weeks behind on American Ninja Warrior. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, the finale's today. I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot about that. <laughs> I forgot about it. For some reason, this season of AE Biography, WWE Legends, 
It's very well. It, it, it's very good. I, I think it tops the first season. I didn't watch the first season, so I'm glad someone's telling you that. That's <laughs> how behind you are. Well, I don't even that. It's just, I, I, last season, last year, I kind of just like, none of them interest me really last year. Like, none of them really interest me. This year, they're interesting me. I just haven't had a chance to watch them. The problem is they're two hours. That's the problem. They're two fucking hours. Like, I have other things to do for two hours. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, I say that why I watch a raw every Monday, but still, that's the schedule. It's different. <laughs> Damn, that's a big cup of tea. So, all right, let's, that's what she said. Let's get started here. We're gonna start. Um, I guess New Japan. I kind of separated our run sheet by company because there's so many things to cover. So I started with New Japan and um, the G1. I was this close, this close to predicting the G1 winner this year. Oh, I picked Will Osprey at Japan Expo Chicago at our live show. It came down to the block winners were Kazushi Okada, Tamatanga, surprised me, um, Tenzin Naito, and um, Will Ospreay. And it came down to Okada versus Ospreay. Okada won in a fantastic wrestling match. A fantastic match. He won back-to-back. He won his fourth win. And then he pretty much said, I'm not going to be on. I'm not going to be defending this, and I'm taking time out to be with my, to be with my kid. Saucy at Wrestle Kingdom. That's pretty much what he did. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good move because, like, it was a great match. You're right. It was great. I watched it. But, I mean, Okada, he always wins. Like, <laughs> it seemed too obvious. It's like, well, he's not going to win. I, was, I, was, I wasn't happy about it, personally. Uh, I like Okada, I, but I wasn't happy I about it. I thought for as much as they were pushing and have a push for Osprey, I thought that he was going to win it this year. I really did. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite good then, Okada's like, you know what? This was like my way of saying goodbye for a while. Yeah, but pretty okay, much. Fine, I can accept that then. I was surprised he Brock won. I was surprised he won the block. I was surprised he won the block. I know he's um his kid was just recently born. So I was surprised he won the block. Yep. So, all right, let's move on. Let's jump over to Game Changer Wrestling. Um, <laughs> we will talk about Game Changer Wrestling. I know that um John one of John's beats over there. Uh, I wish I was here. I wish I was here because originally I was supposed to be here. He, he legitimately would be at the top of the show, but he is at work. Are we doing this? He had, he has a work thing going on. He told me on he told me Sunday when we were hanging out. Um, so Game Changer Wrestling, Sal watched his first ECW show. Oh, really? He oh, watched okay. Homecoming. I assumed he might have seen some before. No, he never got around to watching the Raider for many weekend shows. So he watched Homecoming with us live both nights. And uh, and I really wanted to hear his his thoughts because he went from oh this is interesting too blood. By the end of night two. Like, he was going so crazy by the end of night two. Like, oh my god, this is awesome! You uh, literally get everything Like GCW. It was such a weird two days. It was a strange two days at that, and, nonetheless. And, 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 and you saw for the matches that had a lot of blood and and things that they were able to basically change the mat really quickly because they had another one underneath. So yeah. I will say one thing. I I'm not a huge... Like, blood person. I'm not. I'm just not that person. I'll watch ECW because it's fun. And I, But at the same time, I also don't have a big line where I'm like, I don't want to watch this because of this, 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 this. I'm sorry, but there are times during their, I mean, their fucking death matches where I have to cringe and walk out of the room. Like, there are times I'm like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, come on! I get it. I get it. I, I love the promotion, and I still feel the same sometimes. There are times! Whoa, whoa, no! Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> oh, well, though, I had fun. It was a fun two days. Um, the funny part, because you don't watch it, you don't. You obviously didn't watch it live, John. The fun part, funny part for us was we were under the impression it was going to be um, Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. Well, or yeah, Friday, Saturday, Friday night, Saturday night. 
Well, then all of a sudden, I didn't even realize this. Sal realized that the Saturday show was in the afternoon. <laughs> they do that sometimes. But I didn't know. I didn't think about it. Shows. And yeah. we ordered the bundle. We ordered the bundle. So obviously, we're committed to watching both shows. So like we're watching this, and I'm like making dinner while we're watching the show. <laughs> <laughs> like it was really weird but dude, i was literally making dinner while we we're watching the wedding like <laughs> but by the way there was no reason for that vow renewal to be so damn entertaining there was no reason for that like it was so damn entertaining that's the thing in any other promotion it wouldn't be cardona made it work and maven made it work i don't know what the fuck maven was doing there but maven made it work <laughs> maven was the officiant remember yeah <laughs> And, you know, who who wouldn't trust me even? Yeah, that was bizarre I and certainly weird. would. <laughs> um, so, what, okay, one other thing I want to bring up before we get to this weekend's show is um, they announced literally last night, like this came up on my radar this morning, I was looking for news to do this show. Uh, Officially, Mox Nick Gage is on the clock for GCW Fight Club on either the 8th or the 9th, probably the 8th, knowing Moxie matches, and um, in Atlantic City, title versus career. Yeah. Now, John, I'm not on Nick Gage being right. I'm not. I, I don't understand it. I don't get it. I, I try. I tried. And I love his music. I think he's awful on the mic. <laughs> and I oh, just, he's not great on the mic. I no. just don't understand it. Maybe, so I'm going to throw to you on your thoughts on this Mox Gage title versus career match. Right. I, I get why if you don't like hyper violence, you're not really going to like anything he does. Because that's all he does. Uh, and that's fine. You know, that's his that's his shtick. That's his gimmick. Um, uh, I think people connect with him because he, I don't know, he's very, he's very real and, uh, he's open. He talks about things. He talks about how he was an addict and all that. He doesn't care. He'll talk about it and he'll do these like nice inspirational messages for someone who's extremely violent. He's like a nice guy. It's bizarre. So people like that. Um, but I've seen a lot of, uh, people online saying, Oh, this this is this is Nick Gage's retirement. Then he's gonna he's gonna go out here. I don't think he is. I think this is this is a way for Moxley to leave for a while, because I Moxley's gonna have something going on in AEW. This CM Punk thing ain't over. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, going to something. So I think Moxley's needed more. Like, I, yeah, we need you to you know focus on this. I think it's for Nick Gage. Have you, have you seen Nick Gage online? He's been working out. He's like lost loads of weight because really? randomly last year he he put on quite a lot of weight and people were a bit worried about him. They're like, oh, this isn't like normal Nick Gage. And he's been he's been in the gym for him. He's looking good, you know. <laughs> so I think I think he's he's gonna get the win. I think Moxley's going down. So I'm trying to find out if there's going to be a live rampage on October 9th. It's Friday. I'm trying to see like what night they would do this show. You know what I mean? I'm trying to figure it out. It doesn't look well, like there's any announcement for that yet. I mean, it's not too far I ahead. Mean, I, when I watch Nick Gage, to me, I like I'm watching a modern day Terry Funk, where <laughs> yeah, he's not afraid to do anything. The difference is though, and, my issue with that sentiment, and I've heard that before, uh, is Terry Funk was a with a with a freaking like college athlete wrestler before he became a deathmatch person. Like, correct. there's a difference. Correct. Like, there's a correct. huge difference between the yeah, two. Yeah, that's correct. Like, but I, I think with Nick Gage, I think it's him challenging himself by, by doing these matches and, and see if he can come up with some new innovations. He is in a class unto himself. 
I mean, if if unless of course you include like people like Mick Foley and Terry Funk. Problem is I wouldn't put him know? up there with them. That's my whole thing. I wouldn't compare him to them. That's my whole problem. Like, oh, he's 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 different. He's got same attributes as them, but he's kind of like pushes the envelope in another direction that yeah uh, you wouldn't think that a, a person, let alone you know a wrestler, would do some of these matches, but. That's that's Nick Gage. That's his thing. I I always think of him more like if New Jack wasn't as crazy as he was. <laughs> that's, fair, okay, that's a fair comparison. That's a fair comparison. Okay, that one I'll give you. That one I'll give you. <laughs> so this I, I said to Sal that we're gonna start bringing up DCW more because he started watching it. He really enjoyed, and we always talk about it at Indies. So this is gonna be the weekend we do it because they have two shows going on this weekend. Um, which is insane on top of the regular wrestling calendar this weekend. <laughs> yeah, GCW don't care. GCW just do shows whenever they feel like it. Oh, well, I, they had these. And did their in their defense, they had these scheduled before like the NXT show was announced and everything else. And the WWE show is overseas. They were kind of going up against, going with a all out. You know what I mean, to their credit. But this is before the NXT show was announced, and they got the WWE is overseas. Um, so let's go to the. There's two shows going on. I'll go through the card of the first one. This is Art of War Games 2. They're way of reading around and calling it War Games. Um, <laughs> the WWE didn't sue them like they did the MLW. They were very clever when it comes to this. Yeah, like I give them credit for that because WWE will get on them like they did in MLW. Um, yeah. um, the match is announced so far. It is GCW Tag Team Championship match. It is the Art of War Games match. It is the Briscoes against Bussy against Second Gear Clue. Against um, Los Daniel and Alex Collin and John Wayne Murdoch, that's gonna be a fucking bloodbath. Um, oh yeah, because there I, you I go. People might not realize it about Bussy, but oh my god, they're I've violent. seen that they heard them when they lost the belt. Then the show matches they lost the belt. I was watching that show because I got that show for free, and I watched that show, and um, that was fucking brutal. That was brutal. They don't care. They'll just fucking go for it. Um, actually, John, before you move on, what do you what do you think is your title changer? This one, this is hard to call. I, I mean, war games matches are at the best of times, but this is this is even crazier. Um, I think the Briscoes are going to retain because I don't see I don't see like Ring of Honor starting up properly again in the next few weeks or anything. So keep them around as long as you can in GCW. Well, <laughs> no, I don't think I, I don't think that matters as much because of course Mox. I don't think that matters as much. <laughs> I know, but you, you're gonna when you start your Ring of Honor again, you're gonna want them there every show, right? True. They're gonna be a big attraction, I think. So, I'm personally leading. I have a weird feeling they're gonna put the belt on Coughlin and in Murdoch, Colin and Murdoch. They, they could do because they're, they're that's what I'm thinking. A good, uh, a good team, I think. They're a good duo. Yeah, what do you think? And the second great gear crew are great, but they've they've won loads, you know. I I agree with Jen. I think that the Briscoes are gonna retain. Uh, until Ring of Honor starts really going, and his take team Whatever. gets hot, because um, then you can see the Briscoes feuding again with whoever's there. I, I will say something about Ring of Honor. At a certain point, Tony Khan should just put the damn show on YouTube. Um, and replace like one of the squash match shows and put it on I, YouTube. I agree, and I watched just Dark for now. Dark Elevation, but we don't need two. Yeah, just for now. Until because yeah. right, I don't think time I don't think Warner Discovery Warner or the fuck they're called right now they um will actually buy another wrestling show <laughs> I don't see that happening so unless they find a home and they basically run it against MLW but my whole point is though 
their TV company is not going to want another hour TV, another wrestling program right now. They're not going to oh, want right. it. Yeah, right that, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, they're lucky they kept Rampage because the ratings in Rampage have been terrible. So they're lucky they keep Rampage right now. Um. Anyway, the rest of the matches is Nick Wayne and Jordan Oliver versus Ozzy Open, Swirler Wreck versus Charlie Evans. Who, by the way, I have never seen her before. <laughs> before which, the homecoming, which one? Charlie Evans. Oh, okay. I had never seen cool. her before, and now I'm in love. So there you go. Uh, it's okay, I'm in love with Sawyer Wreck. So there you go. Well, Charlie, I never knew her before. And I, I fell in love with her during the um, tag match on Homecoming Day 2 with her and Allie. I was losing my fucking mind <laughs> with all that. And then Blake Christian versus Alex Shelley. Not a bad show. Not a bad show at all. No, that's a good lineup. I think that's, that's decent. So, John, I'm going to throw it to you for the next show here because I, I got to take a drink. Um, Effie's Big Gay Brunch 5 in Chicago for the second year in a row. John, take it away. Hell yeah. I mean, the Big Gay Brunch is always one of GCW's highlights for me. And the card is great because it's got loads of my favorites on. Um, I mean, the, the first match we've got written down here, Effie versus Max the Impaler. I love both of them so much. Oh, Max has got Amy Rose in her corner. But, uh, I mean, you know I love Effie. I come on the show to his music. Um, And Max (laughs) is the non-binary nightmare. I have to like Max. Come on. Wonderful. That's going to be... I mean, Effie might die. (laughs) But You know what, John? If Effie didn't die against Max, he'll be fine. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's true. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. And we've also... We've got uh, Dark Sheik versus (laughs) Kaya Valkyrie versus Ali Catch. Three of my favorites right there again. I'm obsessed with Dark Sheik. Well, you know I'm obsessed with Ali Catch as well. I can't choose. I know, it's tough. (laughs) That's a tough one. How do I pick? I mean, maybe Ali. Come on. Well, you know, I think Ali needs to win. I think Ali needs to win at this point. You know, Tyra Valkyrie is kind of like the dark horse. I mean, Mm. she hasn't been, I guess you can say, hunting for a title for a while. And I think. This isn't a title match. This isn't a title match. This is just a match. I know, but I think she needs to get a win under her belt for this in order to to her get her to that that uh, championship title uh, picture. What I, what I like about this is there's no titles. It's just a nice fun show. Good. Yeah, yeah. They rarely actually do titles on the Big Gay Brunch. Come to think of it, they do weird stipulations like a couple of, a couple of years ago. I think Effie won someone else's soul. And it was a soul on the pole. The guy had to try and retrieve his soul from the pole. You know what's funny? I thought it, I thought it was going to be the oddest sentence I say today. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Effie owned him. Effie was daddy, you know. So, uh, but yeah, we've also got Sandra Moon versus Ashton Star. Ashton Star. I'm, I'm, I'm becoming quite a big fan of them. They're, they're pretty good. I don't know if you've seen either of these. I, I, I don't. Think they have been at the Gay Brunch before. Yeah, I, do, I believe Ashton Star was at the last Gay Brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But then the next one I'm really looking forward to. I, know, I, knew, I thought you immediately when I saw this one. I thought you immediately. <laughs> Kid Bandit, who I love with all of my heart, um, is up against Paro. So even more than FEV Max, I'm, I'm concerned that Kid Bandit may may be deceased at the end of this. Yeah. I started, I'm pa- like, I, how's John going to take this one? How's he going to take this? <laughs> Paro is a beast. He's like, how do you describe? He's he's just a big bear of a man, and Kid Bandit is is very slight, <laughs> small and fast, you know. So it's like, oh god, what's going to happen? 
It's it's like when you saw Rey Mysterio up against like a, a Batista or something. Yeah, you're perfect. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, no. But I'm looking for. I actually think Kid Bandit might win. I'm thinking the same thing, just because of the show we're on, just because of what a show yeah. the show is. <sighs> and also, Band- Bandit seems to be getting quite quite popular, which I'm I'm happy with. Like, um, they seem to be growing their fan base online and and stuff like that. And uh, and they just got engaged. So oh, happy engagement. Oh. <laughs> We've also got uh, Jay Vidal versus Devin Munro. Yeah, that was just announced. On the brunch. That was just announced. So that, I know this one. I only know these two. Um, I'm trying to think if you... Let me see. Did you see either of these before? I don't know. I don't recognize the names, so I'm not sure. sure. I think you probably have. I think they're on most of the, most of the brunch. Fair That's enough. It's going to be a fun one. It's like not going to be... It's not going to be like the one that just blows you away with like insane, crazy hyper-violence or anything like that. It's no. Just, this is going to be a nice, fun, fast paced match and it's going to be cool and then we get the this is hard to say i know that's why i wanted you to do it <laughs> Fun. The, the gayest tag gauntlet <laughs> I, that, I, it's, I, it's I have a that gauntlet. it's a call it match i just thought it was funny that they, they, that's actually what it says on the graphic <laughs> yeah it's it's I know what that means. they they always do a weird thing like this like a, a little while ago paro had a gauntlet where it was the what was it? It was like the Twink Gauntlet. Yes, I remember hearing Paro about had that. To fight as many Twinks as he could. <laughs> they always do something like that, and this is this version. It's the Tag Gauntlet. Like you it's do. It's a Tag Gauntlet. You get the concept. Yeah, like you do. Like you do. <laughs> and I don't know who's in it at the moment. I didn't announce anybody. There's a little bit on the graphic. That's all it was listed. That's all that was listed on the graphic. I am ordering the show. I will be ordering the show for sure. Oh, it's going to be fun. And that match, basically, they'll just scrounge up as many uh, like queer people as they can and just like just put them in teams just throw them in there it's fine For the and then they'll, they usually put in one or two to throw you off like i think nick gage turned up at the brunch one that's <laughs> random <laughs> yeah just because he's like and he's there like i support the lgbtq community sure really nice. <laughs> sure no he did he did a great thing for pride nick gage rose he, he did a video he's like you know, he's like, uh, shout out to all my trans people out there. And if you fucking with trans people, you're fucking with me. Sure. And you know what happens when you fuck with me. <laughs> there you go. Cool. <laughs> all right. Well, that's Game Changer Wrestling. Like I said, I am ordering that. But Sunday's going to be a very weird day because I have never, I watched a lot of shows in one day before, but I've never watched three live shows back to back to back to back. <laughs> That's going to be Sunday for me. That's going to be Sunday for me. Stay hydrated. It's going to be a long day. I'm going to love it, though. But before we get to the second show that's going on on Sunday, let's go to NXT. And the big news that came out of NXT while we were on during our break with the big announcement, NXT UK is shutting down. And in 2023, it'll be NXT Europe. And they released about about the entire NXT UK roster, except for like five, six people. And um, a lot of them are actually personal requests from what I've heard. And um, John, I, I I never I, I never like into NXT UK once like you know Dragon off won the belt and I ran out of time in my life to watch another wrestling show. Uh, <laughs> how, what is the what is NXT UK out by you? Like is it a big deal wrestling wise by you guys or like was it on the it's, radar at all? It is, but it's it's one of those weird things where some people are like ideologically opposed to it. They're like, no, it destroyed the independent scene in in England. Uh, well, in the whole UK, to be honest, uh, it didn't, but it did kind of snatch away a lot of the, the talent for big periods of time you know uh but it but at the end of the day you know what it was it was a good show so it's kind of i'm torn on it 
like it, it, it decimated ICW for a while, and uh, people would go back, but then they would go for like six months. And you're like, oh, okay. Um, so it is. I'm kind of torn. It's a shame because I think the idea that WWE had of doing all these different NXTs all over, you know, they were going to do Japan at one point, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that was a great idea. I think that's a wonderful idea from a business perspective. Um, and I like the whole concept where they originally had Johnny Saint there and things, but uh, I don't know. They didn't seem to put a lot of effort in after a, after a period. Yeah. I think Triple H probably wanted to put more effort in, but then rebranding it like this, good I- okay, cool, good idea. Make it a European-wide thing. Makes sense. But then, yeah, releasing most of the roster, it's like, oh, okay. I think from what I've understood about that, it sounds like they're just trying to get a lot of these. A lot of the people they signed, they oversell, over overpaid mm. to keep them happy. Because everyone got paid during the pandemic. Apparently, everybody on that roster got paid during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is awesome to hear. Um, they didn't miss a paycheck at all. So maybe they're under the impression of go to the indies, go do your thing, and then when we need you, we'll call you back. I hope that's what they're doing because so, all of those people they let go, you're thinking to yourself, "Hang on, they would be amazing in a European NXT." Exactly, so, I think that's what it is. My, my question is: Are they also changing the physical location? I don't know. That part, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I just know that I, this is happening. I think they're going to have to. I I think maybe maybe like the UK can be like the main base, but they're going to have to tour it around Europe. I agree. hundred percent yeah. agree with that. Um, I do want to plug something. I don't usually plug outside podcasts, but um, uh, I don't know if you listen to the gentleman, the gentleman villain with William Regal podcast. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's a great podcast. This like, past week was um, an entire episode about NXT UK. Oh, talking about how it was um, formulated, um, formulated and all kinds of stuff. And ironically, he addresses the whole um, NXT UK ruin the independent scene. Yeah, comment, and he pretty much said they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I we, think the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think. I yeah, think I think so too. But I, he also made a point like, that, like, apparently, it, um, like they, he didn't. He said that like Pete Dunn, he was, had a second job because he wasn't making enough money on the indies, and then he came to WWE and obviously became a star. Like so, that's the thing. Like you can't fault people for signing with them either. If WWE come calling, it's like, well, that's a decent paycheck. Exactly. So. Uh, Dad, any thoughts? Um, I know the reason behind what they're doing. I just think that wasn't NXT UK to begin with covering the European area. Yeah, but I, I were feeling it was a. It, they were trying to. They lost a lot of money, and they're trying to rebuild. And it sounds so, like Triple H is in charge of it now. So. That, that under you know that explains the unification of the belts. We'll get to um, that. We'll get to all that in a minute. Yeah, we'll get to all that in a minute. Okay. <sighs> I mean, if you're going to make this change, then you know, make it all the way through different physical location and like build it up from the ground up. I love John's idea of touring. I do love that idea of touring the show around. Maybe it'll be more watchable, really, because really they're in the same location for like a year because of the pandemic, and then they sort of have people back, and then like kind of hard to watch. NXT UK tour at all before I, I don't know i don't know did they i think uh, they did house show they, circuits they did do um a, a few different locations not many like they didn't go everywhere i don't think they had the time to because of the pandemic no. hit they did you know what i mean well, like well you've, you've got to tour it though surely i can't imagine because i, I know we're going to get into it but as you mentioned with the unification of the belts 
it seems weird because what I would have done is just keep the NXT UK one, just rebrand it. And that's what they did originally. Remember the um, NXT UK Championship was originally the um, WWE UK Championship, and then when yeah. Walter was holding it, they rebranded it. Yeah. So like, which, which, yeah, I preferred it to be honest when it was WWE UK Championship. It made it sound more prestigious in my eyes. It made it like, oh, that's fancy. Yeah, true. And it's a beautiful belt. Oh, so love it. All right, let's let's get to that. It is um Sunday. Sunday afternoon, because, you know, we're doing another show this weekend. NXT World Collide is the second annual World Collide, but this time a little bigger because of the NXT UK situation. Um, this is, this is, let's go through the card. I, I want I, So, John, how much did you watch NXT itself? Uh, I haven't seen any of it since it changed to 2.0. Fair enough. And I will uh, say... I used to, back in the day, I watched it every week. I will say the show has gotten a lot better since it's found its footing. It's found its footing, and it's gotten a lot better in the last couple of months. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, I'm, I'm still kind of interested in it, especially hearing that. Mm-hmm. So this is the card. I don't mean download your picks. If you want to jump in, you can do whatever. We have the, we have, we'll go from the bottom to the top here. We have a British rules match. It's the best of three rounds. And um, it is Nathan Frazier versus Axiom, who is a kid. And for the first time since he became Axiom, they are realizing that nobody cares about Axiom and they want a kid. So they started making jokes about it on this week's show that uh-huh. he is indeed a kid, but they're not going to drop the gimmick right away, which I greatly appreciate it. I'm not going to lie, because if you know, you know, I, and it works. You know, I'm glad they're doing this type of match because it basically goes back to how wrestling was when it started when you had the, the British rules and rounds. So this yeah. is very, this is, I guess you can call it, um, I don't want to say groundbreaking, but more like getting back to the root. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. Uh, There's a lot UK, UK, UK so. wrestling. There's a lot of NXT UK. So, um, I, I love it whenever they did bring it bring it back. It's always fun. It's different. Like you're not used to seeing it. It's it's interesting. Yeah, but I also, by the way, I, I told Sweetie this is the match. He's like, these are two of his favorite wrestlers in NXT. So, like, I told him they're facing each other. He's like, oh. Okay, <laughs> he was really surprised. Um, he's really upset that Axiom is a kid. I told him he's actually talking, and he's definitely a kid still. He's like, okay, okay, it makes me feel better. <laughs> makes me feel better. Tell you what, though, I prefer the name Axiom. To the Axiom is a really cool name. I'm not gonna lie. I, I, get rid of the mask, and you'll be fine, and I'll be happy about it. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, Dad, who do you think's winning? It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I, 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 you know, part of me wants to say Nathan Frazier, but I think it's gonna be Axiom. Because they may look like they may give him a little bit of a push. Yeah, I would literally turn Axiom as well. Again, I don't think it really matters that much. But I, I think Axiom as well. It was nice to see them both on TV. It's been a while since they were both on television. Um, NXT Women's Tag Team Championships. They're, they're being defended again. It's exciting. Um, it is Katana Chance and Caden Carter. For those who don't know, Katana Chance is Casey Catanzaro. Um, Stupid name change. Yeah. Well, I, I, yeah. I actually, Casey explained it. Casey, to her credit, explained it. Because okay. according to Instagram, she's still Casey Catanzaro, the American Indian Warrior legend. Her character is Katina Chance because it's it's more of an edge than her actual personality. She explains it that way. I'm told to say that. Well, I don't care. I'll take it. I'll take it. I still like Casey, and, so it makes difference okay, to me. Okay, since we're going, I hate. I, 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 hate I, I, I hate that they changed name and went with a flipping awful name as. Dewdrop. You couldn't wait for oh. me to say. You couldn't wait for me to say the name, could you? You couldn't wait for me, could you? 
I, I, I literally haven't finished the match yet. I haven't finished the match yet. Who did finish the match first? Then Katana Chance okay. and Kenan Carter defending against Raws, Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Um, can they just be Hyper Niven? Like, can we just, just change her back, please? They own the I, name. They own the damn name. Can we change it back? <laughs> I would. I would hope that Triple H would look at this and go, you know what? This this Dewdrop thing, it's not working. Let's just go back to the name, and, and people will basically understand why we did this because the name Dewdrop just sucks. What was interesting was on NXT, um, Katana Chance and Kanan Carter were in the ring, and they said we um don't have anyone for the paper for the show. So, and then all of a sudden, the music hit Dewdrop, and the crowd went crazy. They were so damn happy to she see is her. Right. Um, her and Nikki, and then Nikki Cross Chance started in the crowd. Um. And they were put over on commentary as UK wrestling legends. So that was in a crowd. That was cool to hear. Hell yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to this match. I really I don't expect a title change, obviously. But I'm really excited to see this match. I, I think... Yeah, I think maybe a title change. I don't yeah. think so. I mean, I because it took, it, it took but... two years to get the belt on Chance and Carter. <laughs> it took them two years to get the belt. So I just don't see them putting the belt, taking the belt off them. Sometimes the chase is more exciting, you yeah. see. Because I, a lot of the other matches... Spoiler alert, I don't think there's going to be um, major stuff going on. A lot of UK victories. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and then the other match that came out of nowhere on NXT this week. This one came out of nowhere. Yeah, there you go. Carmelo Hayes comes to the ring to close the show. And he starts talking about how he doesn't have an opponent and he wants an opponent. And anybody, and I want to face anybody. And all of a sudden, one and only hits over the speaker. And it was Ricochet's old music. Hits. And he comes out, the place goes fucking bananas. Like, absolutely crazy for him. And then, he got the microphone. And somebody tell me where this ricochet's been hiding for the last two years. <laughs> because this is the guy that everyone loves. Because he decided, yeah. I'm not playing the ricochet from SmackDown. No, 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 no. I'm playing NXT ricochet. And I have an attitude, and I am cocky as fuck, and I want my belt back, and I want this match, and I am so damn excited this is happening. <laughs> yeah, I kind of might, I might tune in to some of these. Yeah. That one appeals to me quite Yeah, a lot. this is exciting. I, I, this is the last thing they said during NXT this week. I'm like, holy you fuck, know, this card is stacked. <laughs> here's the thing about Ricochet on uh, regular WWE is that he gets lost in the shuffle. And I'm hoping that changes. I really do hope that changes. And, and with this, he's not going to get lost because basically he's one-on-one -on -one with the North American champ. So basically, Ricochet's going to bring his A game and then some. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to this. Again, keep the belt on Hayes. I'm not surprised, but this is going to be a great match. Great fucking match! I, I, would, I would hope for a title change, but I don't think it's going to. I don't think it's going to either. All right, let's get to the unification matches. We have a NXT, NXT UK Tag Team Unification Elimination Match. And that's a lot, but that's what they said. The NXT Tag Team Champions are the Creed Brothers from the Diamond Mine. Well, the Diamond Mine is still a thing. Um, we got Briggs and Jensen, the NXT UK Champions, with Fallon Henley, who I love until she starts talking. Um, then we have Gallus and Pretty Deadly. This is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. You got four teams that are all hungry to get a championship shot and keep the belt. So I'm curious how this is going to go. I don't know how this is going to go. I honestly don't know. Um, they don't have the Creeper to lose very often. Um, yeah, but I think Briggs and Jensen 
have done a good job as far as taking the UK belts and defending them, especially this thing now with Gallus, what better way basically to kind of like go that route between him and Gallus than have Briggs and Jensen win the belts, period. I don't know. I'm torn. So what what happens? It's like, say, if Briggs and Jensen win, are they now the NXT tag team champions? Yeah, it sounds like they're getting, you're pretty much fading out the UK titles. They're right. fading them out. Sure. In my mind, if they win, oh, then there is no NXT Tag Team Championships. It's the NXT UK yeah, Tag Team The way they explained it on TV, it sounds like these unification matches are going to be NXT Championships. It's okay. like when they had the NXT North American and Cruiserweight Championship unification match, it became North American Championship. You know, okay. That kind of thing. That makes so, a lot more sense then. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's how I look at it. That's how it sounds like to me. Yeah, I have a weird feeling. I, I just have a weird feeling that they're going to keep everything on the creeds until this whole Diamond Mine storyline is over. Because it's weird. The whole Diamond Mine line is weird. Right. So because no, the way I look at it, until uh, NXT Europe really gets going, it wouldn't surprise me if some of the wrestlers that we saw last night uh-huh. are temporarily with NXT. Oh, I agree, hundred percent. By the way, I will say right now, Gallus has one of the best fucking theme music in all of wrestling. <laughs> one of the best and, theme music and, in all and, of wrestling. And, yeah, it's I'm, good. Wolfgang. Holy cow. He got in shape. When the fuck did he get in such shape? Right, <laughs> Holy that, fuck. That I especially mean, surprises guy... us over here because we've been watching that guy for years and years and he's never looked this good. I have not seen him in, in oh a good year God, until a couple just... years ago. Like, Holy fuck, he got in shape. Wolfgang <laughs> kind of just exploded and I kind of went, Holy cow. He doesn't need the rest of the, his guys. He can basically do this all by himself. Yay. Hey, hey. um, okay, moving on. We have the NXT. NXT UK Women's Championship Unification Match. It is Mandy Rose, Miko Sanamora, I can't believe I'm saying Miko Sanamora, and Blair Navenport. Um, before I even get to the match, um, this week at NXT, uh, Mandy dubbed this the um, Christmas Carol NXT episode because then we had the Ghost of Championships past show up throughout the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh... And um, it was actually a lot of fun. It was actually really cool because you didn't know who was going to come to who. It would show up to who. Um, so to recap, we had um, Shayna Baszler talk to Mandy Rose. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a really cool moment. Um, we talked. Yeah. Okay, let me just go through the list. There's the whole thing. Uh, Rhea Ripley talked to Blair Davenport. So oh, that, oh, that, that, uh-huh. that was intriguing. <laughs> and then the other one that got me was um, Alba Fire, also known as Kaylee Ray, talking to Miko Satamora. Because Miko's That's the one that beat her for the belt. Yes. So that was a really cool segment. Now on to the match. I don't know. I, I think Black Diamond is here to lose. Like, there's no other reason to be in here because you don't want to pin Miko. That's what it is here. <laughs> I, I mean... John, 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 go ahead. I, right, although I don't watch a lot of NXT, you know, right now. Um, I think this might be one way you could... They seem really high on Mako Satamura. I think this might be a good way of, like, you know... Getting a, a profile even bigger while you can, because obviously mm-hmm. she's not going to be around forever. And Mandy's always the damn champion. <laughs> exactly, she's actually coming close to being like one of the top champions in the history of NXT. <laughs> and, she's great. Out. Don't get me wrong; I actually really like her. Um, I mean, she's not the best wrestler in the world, but I just she's improved. She has drastically improved during the title reign. Drastically improved. <laughs> I think, think Mako pins pins Davenport might be a good one. Because mm, Blair Davenport's here because she was the number one contender for Miko. Before everything shut down, that's why she's here. Yeah. Um. My gut, I see. My gut is actually telling me, but Davenport might win this thing. 
and beat Mandy Rose. I think that's something I can because I I, I got to remember that um, Paul Levesque and Shawn Michaels are running this show. Yes, and they might change things and have some fun with it. And I think Brother Hammer is a very good person for this. And that would mean the Hoxley Attraction doesn't have all their belts for the first time ever. That'd be intriguing. Um, so I'm going Blair Davenport. What do you think, Ben? I'm going with the final boss. Only because uh, of the storyline and and, and everything else and how she took from Kaylee Ray. So my thing is, if you really, really want to put her in that spotlight and give her that push, what better way to do it than take the belt from Mandy Rose? Because her team doesn't have a tag team championship anymore. Fair enough. So, I mean, let's clear the slate and let's take the woman's title off of Mandy Rose and see what Mandy Rose is going to do when that happens. Do you keep her in NXT? Do you move her up to the main roster? I think Cosmic Attraction is ready to get moved up to the main roster. I think they are. I think they're the group of three of them are ready. And and who who would you like to see them feud against? Bailey's faction? I wouldn't go that far. I don't think they're that good. Uh, (laughs) I don't think they're that good. We'll figure it out. Moving on to our main event, and this is going to be great. Uh, the NXT NXT UK Championship Unification match. It is Braun Breaker taking on Tyler Bate. And let me just throw this out there. As of right now, as of this recording, Tyler Bate still has not won the NXT UK Championship on TV. <laughs> he still has still, not I won it. I heard about this the other day. I didn't realize he still hadn't won No, because there's a tournament going on. I think the tournament final is the Thursday before. The Thursday, I think the tournament final is like tomorrow. For as of this recording, they still has not won the match to win the title. So, so uh, with that being said, yeah, I mean, there's a bit more thing, more thing, real fast. Uh, back to the Christmas, Manny says the Christmas Carol NXT. Um, the Ghost of NXT's past. We had a, another list of people talk to Ron and talk to talk to talk to um Tyler Bate. Um, first of all. Um, Fit Finley came up to Tyler Bate and gave him a hug. That was a surprise. That was a big surprise. Hey, yeah. But he came. He handed him an iPad. With Pete Dunn yep. on the phone. And Tyler called him Pete. So I'm like, oh, shit, he's Pete Dunn again. Yay, he's Pete Dunn again. Hey, it won't be too long before he's called that. Well, as I said to Sal, because I brought it up to him, and I'm like, I have zero problem if he's Pete Dunn, but Seamus and um, – Seamus, I can't think of his other name. Ridge Holland. Ridge Holland called him Butch because that's his nickname. I have zero problem if that's the case. 100% zero problem if it could just be Pete Dunn otherwise. <laughs> Although the bruiser weight was a better nickname, come on. Yeah, but still, like I under if, if you're your buddy and you have a random name, I can understand that you can keep it if yeah. you want to. But the, actually, he was wearing his bruiser weight tights on SmackDown last week, <laughs> so it's coming go. back. It's coming back slowly. You know what I mean, it's nice to see. Um, also, we should name Ridge Holland Butch. Well, also, um, Gunther stopped Tyler Bate, so that was intriguing, and told him to bring back the old Tyler Bate. Hey. Um. Uh, Mr. Um, Finn Balor showed up to talk to Braun. Mm-hmm. That was a surprise. That was a big surprise. And then all, and... Of a sudden, all of a sudden, we're sitting there, and it, Mandy's like, who's left? Who's left to talk to Breaker? And all of a sudden, he's for a chair next to Breaker. And Tommaso Ciampa sits down. Yep. <laughs> I start talking to him. I'm like, this is a bizarre show. <laughs> this is bizarre, but I love it because they made this match feel so much more important. <laughs> See, I, I'm back to you, Dad. The the way it was the way it was presented was very well done because you had past championship winners talk to current championship. Like I winners. said, the Ghost of the Championship past. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> and kind of give them their little like, 
well, you know, you can do this and, and you know, and, and this is what you need to do and blah, blah, blah. And it's good. I mean, you're, you're listening to Sage Advice from, from Champions Past, but uh, when the bell sounds and everything is going, I, I think basically it's like Katie Bayador, whoever gets the best submission mover or pin wins. Who wins? Who wins? I, you know, part of me wants to say Braun Breaker, but I'm going to go off and I'm going to say Tyler Bate. I, here's my thing. If Bate wins this, Braun Breaker's on the main roster on Monday. Correct. <laughs> I think that's what's going on here. <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough one, that, isn't it? Because if Tyler Bate just wins the title, isn't that a bit of crap for him then to just lose it in a few days? I know. It's weird, right? It's a weird situation, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen something like that before. You know, the, the rumblings are him and uh, Sola Sokoa are moving up to the main roster. I've heard Sola Sokoa for months, so we'll see how that happens. I've been hearing that one for months. Even before Triple H took over, I've been hearing that one because of the bloodline. I mean, I mean, that. And here, here's the thing, Braun Breaker. I can see who he's who he's going to go after, and I would like him to go after uh, Seth. I really would. Okay, that'd be intriguing, and then Seth can talk and then talk shit about his his his, um, his father and his uncle for for no reason whatsoever, like he did with there, there, there this week. <laughs> there you go. All right, let's move on. Let's jump out of NXT world, which jump over to WWE. I'm taking a breather, and usually I sort of sell for the news. But, Dad, can you give me a news jingle, please? John, I'm going to let you do the news for me. Go. I'll try my best. I'll give it a shot. Uh, so the first news item we have is that WWE Raw's ratings have been up every week in the last month. Hitting a 2.19 million uh, rating this week. Yeah, it's a big deal. Before the pandemic. Yeah. It's a very big deal. They had trouble hitting 1.5 before Triple H took over. I was going to say, do you think it's the Triple H effect? I think it is Triple H effect. Triple H taking over makes me want to watch it again. And it, I haven't watched it, it, it a long time. It's <laughs> the Paul Levesque touch. It, it yeah. really is. It's been fun. It's actually been really good television. Raw's been good. Raw's been really good. The last, when was the last time you could say that? On, on consistent weeks. Consistent weeks. It's it's Hunter and Sean running like they did before. How is DX running WWE? By the way, how did that happen? How the hell did that happen? What what reality are we living in? We're in a different dimension or something. Well, the bizarreness of um of Paul Levesque firing um Billy Gunn, Billy Gunn, um Jeff Jarrett to rehire Road Dog might be the funniest sentence I've had in a long time. Who, I mean, who who have thought, eh? Who said that one coming? <laughs> who would have thought? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, insane. Raw has uh, been consistently good for the last, like, month or two, ever since SummerSlam. Like, the show has been good. Like, really good. Not perfect. No way. It's three hours. Isn't the day it's still a three-hour show. Right. It's not perfect. But it's been better. It's been well, so, the fact it's even watchable is a, a big improvement. It really but, is. <laughs> no, I mean, my, my whole thing is just now... If you're Vince sitting at home and watching as you get the news, how do you feel? Do you feel He's like... He's still making money. He doesn't care. He's still making money. Yeah, but you think, <laughs> you know, with, with Vince, it's all about everything. He's too busy hiding from the paparazzi with his new girlfriend at his birthday party with John Cena. Did you see... That's why I made the joke. That's why I made the joke. That's why I made the joke. It almost looks like carbon copy of Brooke Hogan. Oh, no. I haven't seen it. I heard about it, but I haven't seen it. The picture is bad. Well, the funny part about the picture is that Vince covering his face. That was my favorite part of the picture. 
yeah, he's kind of got like, like, it's like, why? Everyone knows who you are. This is very, very fun. He actually looked older than normal in that, too. He looked very old in that picture, too. It's probably it's catching up to him. So, maybe, maybe that's uh, why he's doing this, because he couldn't stand up straight. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, John, go ahead. Yes. Moving on. Uh, Sirius X... Uh, I can't pronounce anything today. Sirius XM <laughs> pulled the Pat McAfee show off Mad Dog Sports Radio. Yeah, that about broke yesterday. That broke out of nowhere. Um, for those who don't know, Pat McAfee show has been on YouTube. But then it got bought, picked up by SiriusXM to be a, on the SiriusXM live stream with the YouTube show. Mm. I'm not gonna lie, I I watched the Brad McAfee show in Vince Vaughn. It's a good show on YouTube. It's a terrible audio show. <laughs> it's absolutely <laughs> terrible audio because it's it doesn't great. work for you just as like a podcast I tried. Kind of situation. I tried <laughs> to listen to it on SiriusXM. I tried on the podcast feed. It is awful uh-huh. on the audio. And the <laughs> video show. It's fantastic. I, I give Pal a credit because he was following his energy. And it's a really good show for him. It's not a good audio show. So I can hear people were not listening. I can totally well, hear people weren't listening. Does anyone know the reason why this this occurred? I think probably no one was listening. I hope people weren't listening to it. And his YouTube numbers are ridiculous. He makes his money off the YouTube show. I mean, he signed that fan duo deal with the YouTube show. So, so he's making his money. Is he going back to YouTube? No, he's always been on YouTube. He's always been. This is this is a this is a um this is a uh, a syndicated feed. That's all this was. This wasn't a um. This was just like we're airing your YouTube show on audio. That's what this was. And it's probably like him and you know and and Sirius probably sat down and were just like, yeah, like you said, it's, it's not working. Yeah, and the uh, Chris <laughs> Mad Dog Russo announced it on his show yesterday. That's how I found out. I don't so, listen to it. I read it. <laughs> so would he look at? ESPN Radio, possibly? No, I don't know. He makes a lot of money right now. And he has the WWE stuff. The fact that, I love the fact that he was doing his show live for Mania Week. <laughs> his YouTube show live for Mania. Like, sure, why not? Just do what you want. Do whatever. I do, I do appreciate that about him. Um, he basically seems to just be doing whatever he wants, even in WWE. Exactly. Fun. Yeah. His commentary, like, okay. He has made a new life out of Michael Cole. He's brought new <laughs> yeah, life out of Cole. Yeah. Like, SmackDown commentary has been more, so much, it's him, him and him and Cole remind me of back when it was Cole and Taz. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. duo, yeah. Where, where Taz always tried to break, make, make Cole pop and break <laughs> at the back if he does. Yeah. Every fucking show, he does something to try to get. And Cole and certain times have given up and just start cracking up laughing. I've never heard Cole laugh so damn much than in the well, last like year with Pat. I mean, like, <laughs> Pat McAfee, you get on his radio show is the Pat McAfee you get on SmackDown. Exactly, I mean, it's, fun. No it's fun. And, and then when when Shinsuke had his theme music played by uh, Rick Booze. And he's doing a table dance. He's going, come on, Cole. Get on the table. Come on, Cole. My favorite picture of all time of Pat was the one where he was dancing on Michael Cole's head. This is my favorite picture <laughs> for the last year. <laughs> and that is a sentence I just said. <laughs> I mean, Pat, Pat McAfee brings a different type of energy and intensity that basically Cole has played off to really well. And I want to. I want this to continue. But look, I want to say something. I said this to Mandy. My favorite thing with professional wrestling right now is when I can say sentences like Pat McAfee was sitting on Michael Cole's head, and it's one of the strangest sentences you're going to hear. And it's the strangest thing that's happened this month. <laughs> it sounds like more like something you'd have got at Effie's big gay brother. <laughs> exactly. So we're moving on to the weirdest story. I had to put it on here because this is so oh stupid. Gosh. Go ahead. Right. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. So E have announced that there will be a four-part special. Four called Nikki Bella Says I Do. 
And it's all about her getting married to her fiance, whose name I can never pronounce. Artem Hitchcock, I think. Hitchcock. I, I never say his name right. I, I can never say his name. I watched anything with the stars. He, <laughs> yeah, he was one of those the, the, the dancers. He still is, and he still it, is, and he still yeah, is. It, and it's my, so. After you've read this, John, and I've heard it, my initial reaction is, "Who cares?" Well, here's exactly. the problem: people do. That's the problem. People but do, do you care. care enough for Why? A whole part. Like, do one. Do one. Here's the I thing. Mean, I mean, what, okay, I'm going to tell you. Are, are you bigger than Kim Kardashian? Let me tell a story. Let me tell a quick story. Let me tell a quick story. And Dad, could, right. Dad could back me up on this. All Our right. first con we ever went to was Ace Comic Con in Chicago. Correct. And the Bells had a panel. Mm. Um, it was a, it was um, Lillian Garcia was holding two wrestling panels. The first one was Seth and Alexa Bliss, mm. and the second one was the Bellas. Right. I have never seen. So many women at a wrestling panel in my life I mean, that's dressed, cool. that's dressed cool. in Bella gear. I have never seen this before. So that was number one. Number two, I remember at, when I was working at the Aurora, people, a lot of people find I'm a wrestling fan. Obviously, I'm always talking wrestling. And a couple of females that I was friends with came up to me and said, you're a wrestling fan, right? Yeah. I watched Total Bellas. Oh. I watched Total Divas. That's all I know about wrestling. Is those shows? Fascinating. Okay. So, so there is an audience that like just it. watches this. <laughs> okay, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I mean, when we were at the Comic Con, how many little girls? I know it's amazing. Were in that audience, the Bella Army. It's amazing. Like I give them all the credit where they built you know, a fan base. They built but, a fan base. But now you're trying to basically take that. And gear it towards a, a mature audience. It'll work. It will work. I, I won't watch it, but I know people will. There will people that will watch but this. Will people watch four parts? It, it, uh, is it? Is, it'll, is it'll, it'll be four like parts. An hour long? I don't know. I did probably. That's how Total Bellas is. That's Total Bellas. They watched they six seasons of Total Bellas. It's different every episode. This is the same thing. <laughs> is it though? No? I mean, no, it's reality if, TV. If, if, <laughs> if it's a four-part, four-hour, it's four hours of my life. I'll never get back again. You, problem is, you watch everything, so you'll probably watch it just because you're bored. <laughs> you have nothing better to do. No, I'll, I'll watch something like Dexter's Laboratory. <laughs> you know what, John? I'm not even a joke. I'm not even a joke. I'm making fun of it, but. You know, I'm happy for her. It's nice. She she always wanted to get married. That was a big thing. To and she her. had her kids. Yeah. She had the kids. Too. Had I kids. So. have kids. All right. We mentioned it. We're talking about it. Triple H, Paul Levesque, he is running this company. And ever since we left, it, 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 we talked the wrong time to take a summer break. We really did. <laughs> when we planned this summer yeah. break, we chose the wrong time. But again, we Everything planned it. in happened. A lot should happen. Oh, my God. I'll just read off the list of things that have happened. Um, Carrie Cross and Scarlet returned. Dexter yes. Loomis returned and kidnapped the Miz. Um, Hit Row shockingly returned. I did not see that one coming. Um, and they're feuding with Max Romero models. Who the hell saw that one coming? Um, Johnny Gargano, which was one of the biggest surprises I've ever expected, was. And John, you didn't watch this live. Watching this live was one of the most one of those moments you don't forget because Aww. you come back from the break, and all of a sudden Johnny Gargano's music just hits. No introduction, no nothing, no teases, no nothing. Music just Aww. hits. And the music, and it's his old rebel heart music. And the play, and the crowd starts catching on what's going on. And all of a sudden, Gargano comes up on the screen. The word Gargano comes, he's not on the stage, and the crowd is going absolutely bananas <laughs> in Toronto. Like, fucking crazy for this. And Mandy losing her mind. Because Johnny's one of her favorite wrestlers, period. She's losing her mind. And she jumps in front of the TV, like, don't mess with me. Don't mess. And Johnny comes out, and the place is electric. Like, it was such a moment on Raw. <laughs> oh, that's 
That was the best kept secret that WWE has had currently. They've been pulling off some surprises. That was a big surprise. Like that was a nice one. I did not see. And the best part was the commentary didn't just let it go. They didn't say a word over it. It was all you got to do. Just a natural crowd reaction. They let Johnny have the mic, and oh, it was great. It was oh. magic. And they're setting up Johnny and um, Austin Theory. By the way, I said I, Austin Theory, not yes. Theory. His now his first name back it is now Austin Thank Theory God. again. Because Theory is a stupid name. Oh, Matt Riddle, by the way, got his first name back too officially this week. Because yeah. Riddle is a stupid name. Yeah, so that's <laughs> official too. That became official this week. That because Johnny called him Austin this week. And so then you rule your theory, yeah. And it said Matt Riddle on the screen when Matt when Riddle and Rollins were doing their thing. So we're starting to get back to normal. I like it. <laughs> this, this surprised me though as well because I'll admit I thought I know it's a joke now. Oh, AEW sign all the ex WWE guys, but I thought, oh well, he he's a lock. He's obviously gonna go to AEW. Like mm-hmm. there's no no, no brainer. <laughs> yeah, but he belongs here, and he's Triple H's guy. He's one of Triple H's guys. <laughs> I just, I still, even then, I still thought, ah, oh, nah, no, he's he's gone now, you know. But mm. it, so it is. Even though I, it know, was I'm like he took, he took, person, turn, nice the day, to he took maternity leave at the end of the day. We got a promotion. Now that that Johnny has made his comeback, you know, and I'm sure he's going to target individual wrestlers. But like I said, he's going after Austin Theory. That's the first things first. We're doing right, that huge first. But given the time, I think him and Champa could reform DIY. DIY? DIY? Yeah. I think that'd be cool. It's I... about time. It's been long enough. Oh, so a couple of things I will say. Also, the rumors going around that um, Sasha and Naomi have signed. They just have not debuted yet. Yeah, um, we'll and see. Bray Wyatt is rumored to be coming back, too. Yes. Uh, can I just say something about Bray Wyatt? Can it be Bray Wyatt and not The Fiend? I'd greatly appreciate that personally. I'm so over The Fiend. I know I upset Sal when I say that. I know I, I was really upset I, Sal when I say that, but I'm over I'm it. I'm with Sal. I love The Fiend. I'm, I'm just over it. Don't get me wrong. I'm just over it, I think. It, just, it got yeah, too much. It, my thing is, Bray comes back and he's in and he's on you know, camera and everything. He, he, I think for him to explain The Fiend's departure... I mean, I think that would be a good storyline. Eh, I don't know. I just, I'm over it, I think. I'm just over it. Um, so that's also, all that I, I also heard that Vince wants to bring back Braun Strowman. Why would Vince bring him back? Vince doesn't work here anymore. I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> sorry, Triple H and Jonah. Jonah, I, I, I want to see, see that really a bit. Because Jonah has a new Japan stuff going on. So I'll believe that when I see it. I don't I, want to see Braun Strowman back. I, I think he could I just don't go. Want to upset the listeners, maybe I, I agree with you though, because <clears throat> Braun Strowman is one of the main reasons I stopped watching WWE. Fair enough, <laughs> and I don't blame you. I don't blame you. When they I, really I, started pushing him, I was like, I hate this guy. Why are you pushing him? He's terrible. I I I would love to have Jonah back only because I think you need a good big man. And Jonah, Jonah has got the right attitude. I agree. He's got. The, the, the right things and he's good on the mic. Oh, I agree. I, he actually approved himself during the G one. Like he was fantastic. He did commentary during G one. Yeah, and it was yes, really it cool. Did. Like it was really really cool. I know he's good on the mic. I did, I've not heard him do commentary. Yeah, he did commentary with Kevin Kelly. Kevin Kelly was doing like rotating guest commentators for a bunch of shows yeah. during the G one, and he did commentary for one of the shows. It was actually really good. It was really cool. I, I actually, it's, it's only vaguely related, but it, it's kind of connected. I love hearing people like that do. The commentary, because... You know who did a great job of commentary during AG1? Lance Archer. 
He what? Did, he did two days of territory yeah. on the D1, and it was fantastic. Like, it yeah. was great. <laughs> Earlier on, as of recording, I was watching uh, Dark Elevation, and Matt Menard was on commentary. And it was amazing. <laughs> like, it was one of the... He, he's got the gift of the gap. He's a talker. Get him on commentary more often. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I was so impressed by Lance Archer. Like, I was so impressed by him on commentary. Like, wow. <laughs> Um, anyway, let's move on to something else that Triple H did. He brought back the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships. Um, they took them off of the, took them out of the trash can in Dollar Knight's office and um, brought them back. Um, <laughs> and everyone's surprised. I did not see this one coming. It was Raquel Gonzalez and Aaliyah beating Eos Guy and Dakota Kai to win the Women's Championships. I did not see this one coming on any level. And even though Sky and Sky and Kai, let's call them, uh, are two of my favorite women's wrestlers out there, I think this is a good move because because nobody saw it coming. That's great! Like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah, I was watching it. I was shocked. I was watching it. It was stunned, and it was good tag team wrestling. It wasn't like it was, it was Bailey and them. Came, Bailey was trying to interfere, and um, Bianca and them chased her away. But it was it was not that wasn't the reason why they won. They didn't win because of the outside interference. They won because of an Aaliyah blind tag. Yeah. And a really smart wrestling maneuver. Like, it was actually really good wrestling, which I appreciated. You it's know, like... <laughs> I'll, I'll put this question out there. How long do you think they keep the straps for until, until Naomi um, and Sasha come back? Exactly. I think that's exactly what's going on here. Because they, they want Naomi and Sasha to come back. I, is, my whole thing with putting it on Sky and Kai was... To have Naomi and Sasha come back because you're not gonna boo Sasha right now. It's not gonna happen. The crowd's not gonna boo Sasha. So like I figured it was all built in to have Sasha and Bailey have the next level of their feud. Like I thought that's what this is for. Right. But hey, I'm Alaska. assuming they are coming back. Uh, they're coming back. I almost guarantee they're coming back. So <laughs> do you keep Sasha and Naomi as heels or do you No, that's the problem. The crowd won't let them. The crowd's not gonna let them be heels. It's not gonna happen. The crowd's not gonna let them be heels. There's no okay. way. I would say yes if the crowd was actually going to let them do it. And right, it seems right. like Paul Levesque is actually listening to the crowd. So I just don't see it happening. You know I mean? To the crowd? As a wrestling promoter? That's crazy. I know, right? <laughs> <It's> real... <laughs> Sorry, he's listening to the, as, um, as Pat McAfee said, he's listening to the fans. He actually said, Pat McAfee used the word fans and the place went crazy. <laughs> Wait, not universe? Yeah, no. I the... universe? I have not heard the word WWE Universe in about a month. <laughs> I have not heard that term in a month. <laughs> God. What's that term that uh, Matt Menard uses on AEW? He calls it the AEW oh, Galaxy. Is that it? Yeah. I'll get to them. I have a lot of thoughts I have on that thing. Okay. <laughs> Let's jump over to one last thing at WWE because this whole weekend they have one more thing going on. I, I didn't know Our Lady Peace was so together in 2022. Um, <laughs> I did not know this until a long two weeks ago. But, oh, there you go. But the theme for Class of the Castle is Our Lady Peace Run. Again, the name of Our Lady Peace was still a thing in 2022. <laughs> uh-huh. a choice for a theme song, to be honest, because it's, it's a good song. Yeah, I didn't expect it. It, it was scream wrestling. Yeah, I, I didn't expect that one. It was very old school like that. Like, I didn't expect yeah. it. Um, so, John, you're seeing my nicely organized um, WWE color-coded, um, color-coded run sheets. Yeah, uh, I like this. Uh, wow, look at that. Sal loves it, so I always do it. Um, this, is, this is the card. This is it. 
There is no other matches. Unless they announce something on SmackDown. This is the card. Uh, it's only six matches. It's very TakeOver-like. Yeah, they're probably going to give them like a good amount of time yeah, to have wrestling matches. This is a wrestling show. Like This is a very interesting wrestling show. Um, So this is the card. Here we go. It is Edge and Rey Mysterio, by the way, recognized on commentary as the former SmackDown Tag Team Champions. I did not yes. expect them to bring that up. Yes. That was a big surprise. Yeah, yeah. That was 2002 when that happened. I was very surprised to hear that come yep. up. That's going deep. Yeah, that was 20 years ago when that happened. I remember that. I remember them winning it, but I didn't expect them to bring it up on television. That was a big surprise. Cole brought it up. Well, Cole brought it up. I met Michael Cole. Um, 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 Byron Saxon brought it up. That was yes. a big surprise. Um, against the Judgment Day, Finn Balor and Damian Priest with, of course, Rhea Ripley on the outside. Dominic Mysterio will be in the corner of Edge and Rey Mysterio. I... I know everyone's been talking about this. Yeah, I will not be shocked if this is the day Dominic Mysterio turns on Ray. I will not be shocked at all because, for some reason, him and Rhea have this weird, um, have this weird relationship on television. It, it's, it's very BDSM. It's really weird. It's very strange. I'm into it. It is, <laughs> is Rhea like the teacher and Dominic like the pupil? He's probably enjoying it. <laughs> she's the she's the mistress. Yeah, definitely the mistress. Like, like, come on now, mistress. There's ah, so much going go. on here. It's so oh, weird sh- to watch on television. But she has some mental hold on him because she he handed over the kendo stick on Monday. I did not expect that. So that's intriguing to me. He, he it's her, it's her eyes. It's all in her eyes. It's all in her ass. Uh, <laughs> all I'm saying is she can do those things to me. That's fine. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> I sent the picture of her to a friend of mine who doesn't watch wrestling. And I'm like, what do you think of her? And she's like, okay, I can see it. <laughs> I wouldn't kick her out of bed. I wouldn't kick her out of bed. <laughs> you have to see her without her gear on. Oh, my God. So, so Dad, what do you think? That's where I'm standing. Children Day's winning with Ray Dominic turning on Ray. Uh, I think Edge and Ray win. And I see, uh, I see a run-in or interference. Uh, with Rhea and uh, Beth, and then oh, Beth isn't going to be there. Beth is not going to be there. She's not going to be there. Beth is not going to be there. She is going to be home. She made that very clear online. Someone's okay. got to be home with the kids. Someone's got to be home with the kids. Like, so he's got enough money to pay so, for someone to do. So that. basically, they actually don't Dominic, do that very often. Dominic <laughs> does this run in, and all of a sudden, at the last minute, he decides, "Fuck you, wham." I guess. <laughs> um. Next up, we have a match I'm looking forward to. And by the way, this is how it's said on WWE television. It is Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. That's Seth freaking Rollins, not Riddle. They announced it as Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. I'm like, holy fuck, we're actually doing this. I am so damn happy for this. Um, so John, I don't know if you know what happened on Monday. Uh, maybe. Where Seth? Seth. Um, apparently, during the break, they showed it after we come back from commercial break, because um, um, Matt made a comment about Becky, saying she's the real man in the house. <laughs> well, she is the man. When right? we came back from the break, Seth went, we saw a video of Seth telling Matt, well, at least I'm married, and I didn't get kicked out by my wife, and I can't see my kids. Oh. And that... Oh. <laughs> Oh. And Matt went, and Matt flipped the fuck out and actually got censored twice. <laughs> for, for real. For real. It was a great moment on TV. It was a great moment on television. Like, holy fuck. Oh. 
I love bringing real life stuff in, right? But <sighs> when it's something that personally, you've got to double check first. I know, gotta, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, obviously, Matt. Obviously, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. I'm so happy to say that. Probably Matt obviously cleared it. But the realness of Matt's reaction would made the be great television. Like I made great TV. <laughs> Like, how, how dare you? But say, where the fuck are you? How fucking dare you? That's exactly what he said. It was bleeped. And it was like, whoa! <laughs> it was a great moment. <laughs> okay, that sounds cool. <laughs> so that's this is match. I expect Matt Riddle to win this thing, Dad. Uh, uh, yeah, I want Riddle to win. It's been a while, and what better way to do it than by you know knocking off Seth Rollins? Well, this match was supposed to happen at SummerSlam, and they moved it to this show. So. That's fine. I'll take it. Um, John, any thoughts? <laughs> I, I think Matt Riddle's got to win this one, right? Because yeah. Seth Rollins doesn't he doesn't need the win. No, he can talk his way back into anything on Monday. He'll talk his way back into anything. <laughs> yeah, he can do whatever he wants. It's fine. doesn't matter. He won't be affected. <laughs> Next match is probably going to be the match of the weekend. This match might be the match of the fucking weekend. It is a WWE Intercontinental Championship match. It is Gunther versus Sheamus. Holy fuck. This is going to be brutal as hell. Because you know... Paula Beck is going to let them go do their thing. And this is going to be brutal as fucking hell, and it's going to be fantastic. Two big men slapping meat. This is going to be a lot of fun. My my thing is, is Seamus' chest is going to be so red with the broken blood vessels, and you got to get the ice ready to kind of like do that swelling down, buddy. This is going to be great. Um, And and Seamus, hilariously, because he's so pale, he marks really easily. uh Yes. All of that stuff that Gun, uh, uh, you know, that he does is gonna just go crazy on, on Seamus. He's gonna look. Oh, this is gonna be brutal. It's gonna be brutal. It's gonna be fun. I don't think I'm taking oh, the belt. Uh, I don't think I'm taking the belt off Gunther personally. I don't care either way. It's gonna be a fucking great match, Dad. Uh, no, Gunther, Gunther's winning. I think. <laughs> you, you don't make him lose now. Come on. And I know, I know. Oh, Seamus. You know, everyone in the UK loves Seamus. Even though he's Irish, you know, um, but he's got a lot of connections here. He wrestled here, you know, for most of his early career. Uh, he loves Liverpool. He's a fan of the football team. You know, there you people go. here like him, but I, I think it's Gunther. He's winning. Dad, I gotta go with Gunther, but I, I see possible like a run-in from Pete Dunn. Yeah, Pete Dunn and Vitali will be out there. You know they will be. They'll be out there. Um, yeah. this crowd will go fucking crazy if, they, if Pete Dunn comes out. That thing's gonna go fucking nuts. This crowd is gonna love this. By the way, I'm gonna make a note. The stadium sold out officially as of this morning. They have officially, officially sold out the stadium. Um, uh, Russell, I'll give you the official number, but officially as of this morning, from what I've heard, they've officially sold out the stadium. Okay. For this show. Um, while I look for the next match, it is um the only match on this card I'm not fully looking forward to is um the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. It is Liv Morgan. Versus Shayna Baszler. In the regular world, I would say Shayna Baszler wins this thing. I don't know where, where, where Polo Paul Beck is here. Um, I think you want an underdog victory on this one. I don't know. That's a problem. Um, people are trying to live. So I'm not really sure what to do here. Dad, um, what do you think? I think I see a title change. I, I think it's going to go on Shayna Baszler. Because I, I don't think people think that uh, Liv Morgan can pull off a long title reign. I, I, because they just think that, for lack of a better term, she's plastic. I, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird one. By the way, here we go. 67,580 people going to be in the building for this show. That's a good number. That's an amazing Holy number. Cow. That is an incredible number. Um, so that's a game official, officially, by the way. By the way, All Out is still not sold out, by the way. 
No, that all out, not sold out. Mm, so we'll get to that. We'll get there. Um, I'm gonna go live barely. I have a weird feeling about Bone and Shayna. I have a weird feeling, mainly because of the whole Ronda Rousey thing going on. I have a weird feeling about Bone and Shayna. Match I'm looking forward to it is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka taking on my girl Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Io Sky. This is Bailey's only second match back, and she came back from injury. Bailey um, and the Wonder Twins. I am, I am, I am unabashedly, and everyone knows it's a Bailey fan. Yeah, it's just and, the, and I and Bailey and I think Bailey and team in their in this group are going to win. They need the win, especially after losing the tag team championship match. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go Bailey and then win. Bailey pin, Bailey pins Bianca, and we have Bailey Bianca at the next show. Um, huh. Dad. Uh, I will go opposite. I'm going to say that Bianca pins Bailey, but my thing is I get a I get a kick out of when uh, EO Sky is talking and she's making comment, and all of a sudden Bailey goes, "What she said is," and it's like, "When did I you love it? I Japanese? love that stuff. I love that. I know. I believe Bailey would know Japanese. That's the best part. I believe it. She <laughs> looks like a she looks like a weeb. You know, she watches anime and stuff. I hundred percent believe it. Hundred <laughs> percent. I I gotta go with Bianca's team. I really fair do. enough. Fair enough. Um, John, I I this is a fun. I think I'm with you though, Blake. I think Bailey gets the win because when you've come back after this amount of time, you form this faction that, that they need to start solid, right? Before right. they they start losing, I think they need to get a few big wins in. I agree. Uh, I agree. So this is this is a time as well because it's. You know, I mean, they're treating it as a proper pay-per-view, but it's WWE traditionally, it's like when they do anything in England, it's like, well, well Wales in this case, they're like, eh, well, it doesn't really count. What's fun about <laughs> this, it does count, and it's going to be like a two-and-a-half-hour show almost. It feels like it's going to be like a two-and-a-half-hour show, and I'm not going to complain about it. They could be experimental with it. I'm not explaining it. I'm not going to complain about it. It's going to be fun. Our main event. And if you told me a month ago that I'd be this psyched for this if you told me a SummerSlam a month ago that I'd be this excited for this match, I would not have believed you. I really would not have believed you. But it is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship match. It is Roman Reigns taking on Drew McIntyre in the UK. Um, on SmackDown this past week, I watched, we watched SmackDown on delay because we were in Jersey, so I watched it on Saturday morning on Hulu. By the way, watching it on Hulu with commercials, but not commercials, is amazing. Um, anyway, they had, they had a bunch of video packages for Drew. And Mandy looked at me. Is Drew winning on Sunday, on Saturday? Just based on what they did. And it felt like the stuff they did before WrestleMania when he won the belt. And I don't know what to do here. I'm torn. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but before COVID hit for WrestleMania, wasn't it supposed to be Drew against Roman? No, Drew was, Drew Brock was his book. It was supposed to be um, Roman versus Goldberg at that show. And the, and the WrestleMania. Yeah, it was supposed to be Roman Goldberg and ended up being Braun. Okay. But it was supposed to be Drew and Brock and Drew beat Brock. That was the main event of that. It's a cool one, isn't it? This, this, this is actually more tougher Universal Championship match we've had in a long time. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say that Drew takes the belt. No way. I don't believe you're picking Roman to lose again. No way. I don't yes. believe that. <laughs> Only because. Only because of momentum that Drew has gotten, and, and, and you know you're doing the storyline, the the failure to redemption to success, 
you know, I mean, if you're going to go and do all this in the background, then you, that's got to tell me that you're 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 backing Drew to to win the championship. As of when this episode airs, our episode goes up. It will be officially two years since Roman Reigns won the Universal Championship. Two solid years, and um, I don't know. I don't know. Do you end it here, or do you keep the belt on Roman? I think I have a weird feeling they're going to put the belt on Drew. They're going to put the belt on Drew. I think they might do it because it it it's it's crazy. It's it's out of left field. It's like <laughs> you know. I know it seems obvious as well. Oh, you know the I don't want to say the hometown, but because okay, he's from Scotland, but uh, hey. But um, <laughs> it seems obvious on that sense. But it, you know, he, Romans had such a long reign that you would be like, no, 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 it can't end like this. It can't. But but that's why I think it will. What a crazy thing to do! Like we're oh. going to the UK, the titles changing. It, 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 I can see it happening. I think it might. It's a tough one. Um, my gut is telling me Drew's winning. That is my gut. I don't know where Paul Levesque stands on Roman's reign. That's my thing. If, 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 if Vince is in charge, Roman's obviously retaining. Okay. I don't know where, where, where Paul Levesque stands on Roman's reign. Okay. No pun intended. You know what I mean? The two questions I have are this. One, where is Paul Heyman? Is Paul Heyman going to come back? I think he's still dead from the table. <laughs> um, is he going to come back and, and still be like the mouthpiece or whatever? And two... Are people getting tired of the bloodline? I mean, you've had this for two years, and you've had you know Roman and his cousins. Are people just getting tired of the the, the bloodline uh, scenario? And do they want something different? I have a question for John. Yeah, this is a UK question. The USOs cannot get into Canada because of their DUIs and legal issues. Is that an issue in the UK? Uh, like them going from America to the UK. Yes. Uh, it would certainly play a factor. Yeah, yeah I, I wasn't sure what the rules are in the UK. Strict, yeah, I wasn't but, sure what it was. Um, it, it, it's it's considered, shall we say. Okay, I was curious because I wonder if that means the Usos won't be there. Because they weren't in Canada because they weren't allowed in Canada because of their DOI issues. Uh, that's, a good, that's a good question. I have heard of it impacting things, but I... It seems to be more of an issue in Canada, doesn't it? That, okay. They seem to be very... Because they also had the COVID rules where like, a bunch of people couldn't go into Canada without being vaccinated. Yeah. So that was a big thing in Canada as well. So, that's a question so, I'm out there. <laughs> my thing with the DUI, I think they're fresh and still open. They have not been resolved. Yet, I know. That's right? the thing. That's what I'm curious about. Like, Does that affect right. the still showing up to this show? That's a question. I mean, I have the same question. I think I they're carrying... There's a reason why Carrion Cross was not in Canada because he's not vaccinated, like things like that. Like I'm curious yeah. where it stands. Right. Well, that, that was the same thing with Lacey Evans, I guess. No, Lacey Evans is taking some time off. Apparently, <laughs> I, I also heard from that, that, that uh, she wasn't vaccinated either. So, which is it weird. Which is weird, but whatever. All right. Um, give me one second. I have the dogs in, and then we'll get into AW. Give me one second. <laughs> Gives me a good excuse to uh, check my phone. <laughs> you know, it, 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 this this whole thing with 
the bloodline and when it first started, I'm thinking, okay, what better faction to have than family? I understand that. Yeah, it was Paul true. Heyman being the mouthpiece. It was just, it was funny. It was comical. <laughs> uh, and then especially when you had uh, Roman against Brock, it was even more comical because I wanted to see what Paul Heyman was going to do and new stuff Dave was going to come up with. So, But I think the bloodline gimmick has kind of run its course. Yeah, I could I could see that because it's been a while now, hasn't it? It's been, it's been, well, a yeah, it's been two years. It's been two years. Two years. You know, and I think I think it's time for Roman to. I'm sorry, but let's have a family feud and, and break away and see if you can be that successful singles wrestler that you were before this whole thing started. I'm gonna go one I, thing. I'm gonna go one thing on this on my theory that if Drew beats Roman, we're gonna get a different level of Roman. A whole different level that we haven't seen before because it's going to be angry. He's going to be angry now. <laughs> That's number one. Number two, and I'm going to go with a prediction that I said on Monday. Okay. That the that the tag team championships it's going to be the Usos losing to Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. I I <laughs> I agree with that 100 percent because Sami's going to get pissed. He's going to be sick of the bloodline, and he's going to join up with Kevin and they're going to win the belts. That's where I'm standing. I don't I, know when it's going to happen, but it will happen. <laughs> I, I wholeheartedly believe that because the thing is with Kevin having that convo with Sammy, it's got to lead up to something. It, it, I mean, you just didn't do this for nothing. And I think that's the only thing they haven't done in WWE is actually winning the tag belts. I think that's the only thing they haven't done. So like, like, why not? Like, like I said to John, I my question is, I, I are people sick of the bloodline gimmick because you've been doing this for two years? And it's like the same old. The stick, problem is no, no, no. Here's the problem, then. People aren't. They're not. That's the thing. They're not over it. They're not. It's not. It's, it's actually more popular now than it was. That's the thing. It's more popular now. The, the problem is you're going by your own annoyance of it. That's the difference. Well, but when I watch SmackDown, yeah. when I watch SmackDown, when Roman Reigns music hits, it is the most, it is the biggest pop of the night. Like, it is the biggest pop of the night. I mean, if you change it up and do something new, but it's like the same as same. Okay, you sound like somebody over. Comes just, out, acknowledge me, blah blah blah. And you know blah, what? Blah. Acknowledge me gets the biggest pop of the night. And, and I know it sounds ridiculous, but he's found a way. He pulled something the Rock used to do, where he made two words the biggest thing in the world. <laughs> I see so many memes on Facebook from young people that are saying yeah. acknowledge me. It is. It's a thing now. It is a yeah, thing. I know. <laughs> I just. By the way, I noticed something recently. Okay. Ever since they dropped the, um, they're not doing scripting anymore. They're letting them go out do their promos again now. Not, that's another yeah. thing, John. There's, they're not doing heavy scripting anymore. Oh, God, that's so much. They're better. letting them like. Yeah. That's actually, if you, oh, you weren't here for the opening of the show. You weren't here for the very opening of the show. Let me just play something I played at the top of the show today. I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, a superstar. We're wrestlers in a wrestling ring. Let's just freaking wrestle. Yes. <laughs> I forgot you were here for that. You were not yeah, yeah, yeah. for that clip. That was Drew on Takeo for an impromptu match on Smash Raw a couple weeks ago. Uh, Brilliant. <laughs> and by the way, that clip is on WWE's YouTube page. So they're endorsing it. That clip right there is on their YouTube page. So, so that's where I, I got that from. If, <laughs> you're, if you're letting. So, well, 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 back to that point. Back to that point. I was actually making a point. I was actually okay, making a ahead. point. Roman. Lately, his promos, since he's allowed to speak without a script, has sounded more like The Rock than ever before. Like, he's had more Rock mannerisms lately than ever before. Like, it's not even like he's doing it on purpose. I think it's just because of the blood. 
of the bloodline and how the mannerisms are with being in that family. But uh-huh. he's he's starting to have those impromptu like zinger moments like The Rock. Like it's really cool to watch him kind of develop more <laughs> lately. <laughs> so it's actually really cool. Well, I mean, I don't. I me. I mean, I don't know if it's just me, but I mean, if you're gonna do something, breathe some new air into your 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 gimmick. So it's not stale. Would and... you believe me if I said mm-hmm. that the people's champion, the heel, would be a babyface back in the nineties? Yeah, I, I, I think I, the tribal I'd chief. Probably tell you, I'd probably tell you no. That wouldn't it wouldn't happen. I think but... the tribal chief. You don't change a thing, and you can be the biggest babyface in the world. You don't change a thing. You, you know, just change the opponents, I mean, and you get the biggest babyface in WWE right if, now. If you're, That's if how popular he is right now. If you're going to keep the bloodline gimmick, all right. And you're gonna let it run its course. I would say, as Paul and Sean, have it run its course. Where now the Rock butts heads with Roman, and this is for the head of the table. I, I have a weird feeling. There's other reason. I mean, we have to get to AEW. We have to get to. But I want to say one last thing okay. that we were, we're getting Rock Roman at Mania, but it will not be for the belt. It'll be a family feud. It'll right. be a lot better because it'll be a lot more unpredictable. Right. Because it was much like the first Rock Cena match, where you did yeah. not know who was going to win. Uh-huh. That's how this scratch is going to be. This, this the belt, is, it ruins the whole thing. Exactly. It, that's how I feel. This is this is for family honor. Exactly. And that is your main event of WrestleMania anyway. One of the nights. You can, you can make you it go. one of the two nights of that, and it'd be amazing. All right, we have to get to AEW. What's up to AEW? We've got a lot to fucking talk about in a very big pay review. Um, it is all out weekend. We're not even getting into all out yet, though, <laughs> because a lot of shit has happened behind the scenes in AEW. As usual. <laughs> oh my god, this is but this is more than normal. This is more than fucking normal. Um, yeah. I'll throw it to you, John, for the news in a second, but I do want to cover the first thing on here of CM Punk returning, calling out Hangman unscripted, pissing people off backstage by doing this. And then you have the Mox and Punk confrontation on, on, in the ring. And then they announced for some reason randomly that we're having Mox and Punk on AWTV the week after. And then we have the match on television. And it ends in three minutes with Mox pinning CM Punk <laughs> to win the AW World Heavyweight Championship. No longer interim champion. John, your thoughts on all this? <sighs> right, I, I might be in the minority. I thought that was a great move. It was a great television moment. It was a great TV moment. Exactly. It reminded me of when Cena got destroyed, just absolutely flattened. And it was like, you don't see it coming. And I, maybe I'm naive. I think it's to set up a CM Punk heel turn. I think all of this is, I think that the unscripted, I think that's all nonsense. They, Tony Khan knows people read all this dirt sheet nonsense. I think it's all to make CM Punk come across like uh, an entitled, big-headed jerk. And he's he's, now be, he's furious now. It's like, oh, how, how dare I be treated this way? I'm a star. <laughs> you know? um, I, think, I think this is all going to be part of it because he knows people are going to cheer for him. So it's like, well, we need to do, like, we need to make me out to be an absolute asshole. <laughs> okay. So sure. my thing is, and I don't know if you caught it, John, but Mandy caught it, is when Punk made that swing to the head to, towards Moxley, mm. and then as he felt his foot go, yeah, he grabbed the wrong foot at first to sell the injury. Then all of a sudden, uh-huh. he, he notices it, and he goes back to the foot 
you know, that most gas surgery to basically release all the injury. And to Taz's credit, I have to give Taz all the credit in the road for this, for covering for that. I have to give Taz all the credit because he's the one that covered him. It's like, well, he hurt himself planting his bad foot. That might be one of the best covers I have ever heard. Well, it's true, though. Like, I know, but the, the way he saw, covered it was great. Like, I give Taz I all the credit for that. online going, oh, he, not what you're saying, grabbing the wrong foot, because that, that's funny. But they were like, oh, he, he's grabbing the, you know, the left foot. He kicked with the right one. It's like, yeah, it, it's not the foot you're kicking with. It's the one that's hurting. Like, it's the planted it's foot. It's the planted so, foot. I mean, that, that kind of told me right then and there that Punk was already in a doghouse, and this is his way of basically But is he in the doghouse? But that's a good question from John. Is he actually in the doghouse? I don't think he is. That's a good question. I didn't think about it from that way. Is this actually a heel turn, or is this just Punk being a jerk? <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think he knows he can't just turn heel. He's going to get cheered. Especially in Chicago. Especially in Dude, Chicago. Especially. Imagine him turning heel in Chicago. Oh, my God. <laughs> the problem is the crowd wouldn't care. Probably I, Bob would not care. If he does something yeah. so horrible. He can like, wear a Red Wings jersey. Okay, this makes no sense to you, John, but he can wear a fucking Red Wings jersey and they wouldn't care. <laughs> I, I think this is, you know, the little war between him and, and Tony. And I think he was getting admonished for it. And this is his way of saying, okay, boss, I'll take the hit. Um, we'll get more into that when we get to All Out. John, why don't you take over the news here? Continue on. Yeah, sure, sure. So we have Eddie Kingston being suspended for a couple of weeks for hitting Sammy Guevara backstage. Because <laughs> um, Sammy called him, can I say this? Right? Hey, this is uncensored. Go for it. He called him a fat piece of shit in a promo that they then cut from, from Rampage. <laughs> now, obviously, I don't think I'm really torn on this one. I'm torn on everything today because... You shouldn't say these things about people, especially if you've not checked with them. Hey, Kingston like, did okay, not approve this. Kingston didn't approve yeah, it. because <laughs> it's a personal insult. So you, you want to say, like, what, you know, is this okay for me to say? I don't want to upset you. Um, I, I, but it isn't right for Eddie to do. Exactly. Eddie actually, to Eddie Kingston credit, he went on yeah. Twitter and he apologized. A great apology. I give him so much credit for that. Like, he did, he did not have to do that. And the more he does, the more I love. Manny says this all the time. The more you just have to love Eddie Kingston, like yeah. you have to love him as a person more and more every fucking week. Like it's impossible not to love the flip him. Flip side, the complete opposite of that, right? His apology was so heartfelt and genuine. And you're like, okay, he understands what he's done wrong. Sammy's post about it made me think, oh, he's a bit of a jerk. <laughs> I didn't like what Sammy was saying about it. It, it was so. Is it safe to say that there's legitimate heat between? Well, there was supposed to have a match on all out. They're not having the match anymore. They're not having the match anymore. <laughs> I I think it's one of those that over time it'll fade. I think they both uh, realize ah that was stupid. Yeah, like I wouldn't be shocked if like at full gear they have their match finally. Like it wouldn't yeah. shock me. I mean, not having it now. I mean, I can understand because of the actual heat, and you're afraid the wrestlers are going to. Injure themselves because they're going to get. Eddie doesn't give a fuck. Eddie doesn't give a fuck. So <laughs> that's the difference. A lot of other wrestlers, you'd be like, oh, you yeah, know, nothing will happen. But I don't think. Eddie I don't is. think you could trust Eddie in this case. You just don't trust him. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him. I wouldn't trust him in this. He would actually kill him. He might actually kill him. Eddie. Eddie would just probably go to to make a statement and basically truly injure Sammy. 
I would hope he wouldn't, but you never know. <laughs> so by the but way, that, so... that's the character he's created. You don't know what he's going to do. By the way, I want to, is it really a character just dating Kingston and Kingston? Um, yeah, so by the way, I want to bring back know. an old joke from the old days of the show. So you know, for those who don't know, we have a run sheet that is through Google Docs. And um, I send it to everybody. And back in the old days of the show, we used to have anonymous animals that pop up on the top of my sheet because that would be the people looking at it. And apparently, John, according to my sheet, you're an anonymous shrew. According to oh. my sheet. <laughs> according to this. From connection. now on, I want to be known as the shrew. <laughs> the shrew. The so shrew? I said a long since they brought that up. It's been a couple of years since we actually had that joke come up. So they had to bring that up. The shrew. That, that'll be John's wrestling name. So there you yeah, go. That's it. I'm the shrew, baby. Shrew. <laughs> so anyway, moving on to more backstage drama and other shit. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Thunder Rosa getting pulled from all out due to her injury. Something like a back problem. So she's having back problems. She came on Busted Open to talk about it. She, she, she actually started crying on Busted Open about it. It's a weird one to me uh, as well. Because, I mean, you note here that uh, Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa, maybe they're not getting along. I heard a lot of back heat. A lot of back heat from my hearing. Thing. But I, one thing I found strange, right? Okay, she's injured. We, in AEW, we, we've established we do the interim thing. That's Which fine. is fine. That's, it's absolutely fine. I'm great with that. But what I thought was strange was she didn't get to make her announcement in the ring. That was weird. I thought that was interesting, too. It was it was, a it was yeah. stage thing. Uh, odd. So, so, ladies' interim championship. We'll get that, to that. that. We'll get to that, yeah. That, that's, I mean, there are other female wrestlers that have wrestled with her in different organizations and have come out and basically said, now you, you get the real Thunder Rosa, which is bitch mode. I, I hope she's not like that. I hope that's just like a rumor because she comes across really nice in interviews and things. But what do we know, really? Yeah, supposedly it? backstage, she's a problem to deal with, I guess. Mm. I really hope not. I, I did see some people say, um, oh, her title reign hasn't been what we were expecting. No, it hasn't you been. Know. You're right. They're right. It hasn't yeah. been. But I, I, as much as I love the promotion, I mean, it's my backdrop if you watch in video here. Um, <laughs> I think they have a, an issue in AEW. With when someone gets a belt, what do we do? Like Wardlow. Oh, trust me, we'll get to Wardlow. I have, I, have, I have a whole comment about that. I'm talking about a lot because I have a whole thought process about that too. So trust me, I have the same thoughts. It to be an issue that AEW only do the chase. And then afterwards, they're like, oh. uh, now what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so now Thunder Rosa's got the belt for how long? Okay, what are we going to do? And who is she going to face? I've also heard rumors that Tony was supposed to beat her. I've heard that rumor. So... We'll talk more about it. When we I, get I, would, I would have seen that happening. I think Tony would have. Would have uh... So we'll get to that. Um, last okay. story. This one, this one came from a rich fan, and I had to bring it up because this is amazing. <laughs> well, I think this is a bit harsh. So um, on the radio over here in the UK, you've got some fans of Fulham calling out Tony Khan, uh, saying that he cares more about his little wrestling company than our football club. <laughs> Which is a bit harsh. Okay. He, yeah. he doesn't run... Fulham. He's no, not the boss. No, <laughs> but he's apparently in charge of it. And um, there's a bunch he's of He's partly. There's a big, it's a big team. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. It's weird, but I was like, what? I heard that from Rich Fan and I had to bring it up here because I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> the thing you need to understand though, and I think your sports are kind of similar, is fans are never happy. No. Unless you're winning. Absolutely. Every week. No. No. Like, 
and the team can lose twice in a row, and people will go on the radio and say, "Fire the manager." <laughs> you know, it's, yeah, oh, it, it's, you, you're, you're exactly right. It's the frustration where if you have a team that has a losing streak, it's like, and I'll and I'll say that like when the Brewers had their their losing streak before these start winning some games, it's like, okay, now we're going to do some trades. And one of the trades was the pitcher that really wasn't performing well. Uh-huh. All of a sudden, he gets he gets traded, and there we go. The Brewers start winning again. So it's like, well, see? Was, the only difference I think the only difference between the UK Premier League, from what I know, and from what I know is from knowledge from Scotty and um, Ted Lasso, um, is um, they have regulation, and that's not a thing they have in the US sports. So that I think that's the difference. Out there than it is here, and really, you have that regulation thing where you get regulated and all this kind of stuff, and that's not a yeah. thing here. That I think all people not understand. You know what I mean? So that's the thing. That's the problem out there. That's different than here. No, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. I just want to Although bring that weirdly, up. Weirdly, American. I'll use your term for this: soccer. In an effort to try and promote that, they've got loads of rules and regulations that we don't have. Like they they've gone overboard with it in, in a great way where it's like you no know, they're they're trying to have like equal parity where all the teams are getting the same kind of money, and they, and I'm like that's a great way of growing a league because otherwise money men just take over and you have the same champion every year. And MLS <laughs> to their credit, to the MLS and I'll, I'll go back to AEW in a second because we have a whole paper to go through. But MLS actually got one of the biggest TV deals in the last like five years in well, this country. It was surprised the crap working. out of me. And that's how WWE got their deal. Because they said, look, MLS got this deal. Why are we not getting this deal and we make and we do more? Like, hey. they use MLS as an example. When you make this deal, keep in mind that you're making it for the organization, not for an individual team. Exactly. So let's move on to AW All Out. Um, so I'm just going to say this right now. I am more excited for this show than most people are. I really am. I am more yeah, excited. I haven't seen a lot of excitement in general. There's a lot of a lot online. of negativity from podcasts I've listened to, and um, a lot of people are just negative on the booking of this. And I'll agree, the booking has not been great, but no. the show itself is packed, and we're going to get through it. Um, we're going to start from the bottom to the top. A matchup was announced during NXT by Tony Khan out of nowhere <laughs> on zero hour. By the way, no longer the buy-in. It's now zero hour. Back to the way it was before All In. Yeah, I don't, I don't like. Zero I don't like it either. Hour. But that's what it is. Mm. Um, it's Eddie Kingston. Versus Tom Tamaru Ishii. Oh, jeez. This is a rematch from Capital Collision, which, by the way, that match was fucking amazing. That match was great. Uh, Ishii won amazing. that match. I expect Eddie to win this match. <laughs> uh, brutal. Uh, I, I think this is. Eddie Are you going to be okay watching this match, Dad? Are you going to be okay watching this match? Because like. <laughs> Here, here's the thing. I think this is Eddie getting thrown to the wolves. No, Eddie. So I think Eddie's see. winning. I think Eddie's winning this match. Actually, I think he's winning. No, I, I, I think he's just gonna come on, on on top. I really do. And I think this is, you know, like I don't want to say any punishment, but his penance, and basically, who who better than he to give you your your penance lesson than Tamarashi Ishii? The only reason I'm thinking, actually. the only reason I'm going Eddie is because Ishii did win the first match in New Japan, and this is AEW. In, in Eddie's backyard. So that's the only reason I'm going with that. This is part of the punishment, though. Maybe you're right. Maybe no, Punishment makes it sound nasty. But you know what I mean? Like, well, you know, when you come back, you've, you've got to lose. And you're on the pre-show with that. You're on the pre-show with yeah. that. You're on the main show. So, so it's like... Someone it, from it, New Japan. Right. They so, win a lot of yeah. matches. Right. Mm. Yeah, so it's like, okay, ain't no big deal. It's not, you know, not, you're not going to be on the main show. So let's just 
It's going to be a great matchup. This is going to be great. I'm looking forward to this oh, match. Yeah. Um, slapping and tapping big, and big, punching big, big, and kicking. What's the line? Big beating means slapping meat. That's what we got here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so they announced they've seen a lot of match. We've seen, about, they've seen a lot of match, and they've announced nobody in it. So I got nothing. <laughs> got nothing. I got nothing here. No, no. I mean, I'm, gra- I'm glad it's on the card. But they didn't announce fun. anything for it. Yet. I, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, we're recording this on Thursday before the Go, go Home Show of uh, Dynamite and the Go Home Show for Rampage. They're both live this week okay. in Chicago. Uh, I just want to clarify that. We are, so if there's any other match announcements, which I guarantee there will be, because there's, there's not enough matches on the show for an AEW run show. There's, not, there's only like what, 10 matches instead so, of the normal 15. Do, so we, there's match announcements. do we figure tonight that maybe we'll get the uh, participants in this casino ladder match? They have to worry about booking their main event first, and then they can <laughs> worry about this match. <laughs> How about that? Okay. Before we get to that, though, what groove on to the Ricky Starks Powerhouse Hot Match? I'm actually looking forward to this. Yes. I think this could be fun. Um, I expect, I actually am picking Ricky Starks to win, but it can go either way because both men need this win. Mm. But <laughs> I think Ricky Starks is a star in the making and I think he's in his 30s, so he's really got to get, they got to get the straps rock to him if they're going to anytime soon. Mm-hmm. I, and I have a feeling they're going to push him to the TNT championship soon, finally. Mm-hmm. So that's but why I think he's going to also make a star out of him by Hobbs doing something just heinous, you know. True, like, very true, very true. And, he, and he's fantastic on the mic. Stark is fantastic on the mic. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love both of them. I, I, when Hobbs first arrived, I thought, oh, great, a boring big man. But no, I love him. He's, he's he turned out to be great. He turned out to be a great wrestler. So um, where's everybody standing at? I'm going Starks, Dad. I got to go Starks. Uh, he's getting the charisma that he deserves and, and, and a push, and basically he's getting noticed. So what better way to basically continue that than having a win over Powerhouse Hobbs and the newest thing on the mic? Mm-hmm. John? I'm going to say Starks, but only just. I, I think it's one of those. Could go either way. I'm leaning towards Starks because that seems obvious. Oh, you, your new baby face, uh, you're trying to push them, give them the win. True. So this next match is unofficial. Um, it's probably going to be announced on Dynamite tonight. Darby Allen pretty much spoiled the shit out of it, saying this is happening. So I'm just <laughs> going to go with this happening. It is the House of Black taking on Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Um, sure. Okay. It's going to sing on the show and um, Miro and thing. I, I don't know what the fuck we're doing here. This is the ma- Darby Allen said this matter is happening. So go ahead. Question. Go for it. Query. Okay. Miro. When has Miro gotten spiritual and religious and, and being the redeemer for, for He's God? He's been like that for a while. He's been there for a while. Remember I, he I was God's favorite was champion? The, remember that whole I, thing? I know his thing was, was the redeemer, but now Remember he was got, God's favorite champion. Remember that? Like he yeah, was but now he's, he's really, you know, kind of throwing himself into it. This is so how he was before he left. This is how he was before he left. So, so my thing is now, do you classify him? As a heel, or do you classify well, him as I think a he's aligned with Darby and Sting. I'm assuming he's a babyface for now. Okay. <laughs> I'm well, assuming. Do you okay. see... I know he keeps uh, insulting the House of Black and calling them what, like pagans and right. heathens and stuff. But um, do you ultimately see him joining them? I don't know. Sure. I don't know if it works. I don't think it works, honestly. Because if, if that is the end game. This would be a match he could he could do it. I'm not saying he is going to do it, but I just don't see Sting losing. I just don't see how Sting lose. I don't. See, never, Sting's never lost a hate review. I just don't see it happening. I see Malachi basically spraying the mist into the eye of Miro. He did that though. He did that already once. He did that to Sting and Miro already. Again, 
and then this mist causes Miro to turn. To go all Julia Hart. To go all Julia Hart on him. Yeah. <laughs> a better way to turn heel and basically kick the shit out of Darby Allen. By the way, I did not expect the crowd to go so nuts for Sting and Malachi standing in the ring together. Like, I did not expect that reaction from the crowd. Oh, like, man. Wow. It was like... So, all right, let's move on to our next match. It is a six-man tag. I don't have a clue why the fuck this match is happening. I have no idea. It is a TNT champion, Wardlow, and the ROH, IWGP, and AAA tag team champions, FTR, versus Jay Lethal and the Motor Team Machine Gun representing Impact Wrestling. I have zero clue why this match is happening. Zero clue why this match was booked. Uh, I think it was Jason Powell made a point. Why isn't this two separate matches? Where it could be Wardle versus Jay Lethal and FTR yes. versus the Guns? Yes. Um, I have no idea what the point of this is. I have zero I, clue. I didn't, I didn't know that Jay Lethal... Had any type of friendship with Motor City Machine Gun? Oh, apparently Sanjay Dutt does, because that's how we got here. Uh, <laughs> there we go. I don't know how to feel uh, about this. This is weird. <laughs> you know, you you could flip a coin and take it from there. I don't uh, know. I don't know here. This is weird. I, I don't. Know, think, I don't. I, 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 I want to win, right? I have to go. Yeah, I have to go. Wardlow and FTR. By the way, on, on Wikipedia, they're listed at the pinnacle, which was weird. <laughs> I didn't write the that pinnacle. down, but they're listed at the pinnacle as this team on, on Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm still devastated that the pinnacle never went anywhere. Yeah, so that's just so <laughs> a bit interesting that it doesn't listed on Wikipedia. John, where do you stand here? Uh, I think this is one of those. That it's, it's just, as you say, why is it on the card? It's fine. It's going to be a fun match. Like, everyone's good. Uh, so I give it to the faces. Yeah. Be, <laughs> okay. I mean, FTR alone, alone, without even Wardlow there, they should be winning this, right? Yeah, and FTR, by the way, not in the video game. Did you hear that one this week? They're not in the video There's game? There's something weird going on with that. I think they're, they're going to sell them as like a package. Yes, yeah. but... Okay, here's another question. Do you see MJF coming back? Not here. Not here. Not here, not okay. here, not here. No, we'll get to MJF. I have my thoughts on MJF. We'll get to it later. Christian okay. Cage versus Jungle Boy. I'm excited for this because this is one of the only matches on here that actually has a legitimate feud. Like they have a legit feud. And Christian's been great. He's been brilliant. A brilliant fucking heel. Uh, we got yeah. to see one of his promos here in Milwaukee. It was a brilliant fucking heel. Yeah. Uh, He's so evil. Oh, <laughs> great. I love it. Um, Jungle Boy wins this, right? Like, there's no reason for Christian to win this match, right? John? I mean, I, I would say Jungle Boy wins it. But, I mean, you could have Christian do something really underhand. He could cheat. If you want to keep it going even longer, uh, can, I think maybe the time. Put us so Jungle Boy is fucking his mom again. They were good. Put us so Jungle Boy that he's fucking his mom again. Distract him. Um, <laughs> okay, so my we're at that is, part of the show now. We're at that point. <laughs> you got you got Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. No, Luchasaurus. Is Luchasaurus still suspended for attacking a referee? Is he still I suspended? Yes, so I could have sworn he was still suspended. Character wise, obviously storyline suspended. My thing but. is, is you got. Luchasaurus, which is Jungle Boy's right-hand friend, who do you have on Christian Cage's side? You, I, don't think, I don't think Luchasaurus is going to be there. I don't think Luchasaurus is there. No, but I, I'm saying, don't you think you would have someone to represent Christian oh, Cage? I agree with you, but I don't think Luchasaurus is going to be there. That is my point. Okay. That is my point. <laughs> my thing is, if Christian Cage is going to cheat to win, what better way than to have someone that you didn't expect come in and just kind of help out? Well, I, I don't expect it. I, I kind of think Jungle Boy's winning this thing. And now let's get to an obvious match. Um, TBS Championship, 
It is Jade Cardhill versus Athena. Normal circumstances, I say Athena is going to be the one. I just said there is no momentum at all for Athena. Like, zero momentum. And I love Athena. There's zero momentum for this. Oh, yeah. It's been weird, hasn't it? The well, this is supposed to be Statlander, and Statlander got hurt. Yeah. And so they threw Athena in here. Athena in and going like, eh, it'll be fine. So she's winning, and that's not in mind, right? Like, yeah. I see a I see a title change. I don't see it. And then Jane's in the three day streak. I don't see it happening. And, and and then and then Chris comes back, meets Athena, then Athena challenges Chris. I, I mean, don't see any of that happening. Athena, I think, but uh Jade does. I think Jade is the strongest champion in in, in AW right now. <laughs> I think she's by far the strongest champion. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, okay, again, it's another case of she's not the best wrestler in the world. But she's great at what she does. She's I, great I at what she does. She's what she does. And behind the character, the character's fantastic. Yeah, so she's, she's getting better. Well and she's getting better. Like, yeah, but yeah. I, I think it's time for, for the change and let's see a meltdown from Jade. I just don't see it. Um, we're moving on to the AEW World Trio Championship. Here's our problem. Um, we don't know who else in this match yet because the match the matches haven't been finished yet in this tournament. AEW used to be so much better than this. They really used to be so much better. Um, so the matchup could be it's either the Elite or the United Empire. So that would be the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. And um, the I wrote this down because it made me laugh. It is the IWGP United States Champion and the Red Pro Champion, Real Osprey. And the New Japan Strong Tag Team Champions, Aussie Open. Of those wonderful purple belts they were carrying around last week. Um... <laughs> Or is Art Cassidy and the best friends, or the Dark Order? I think it's going to come down to the Elite and Dark Order, and then something's going to happen to like um, Preston Vice or something, and then Hangman's going to wrestle in this. Yeah, I actually don't. I think the Elite will lose because I think it's part of this weird thing where, oh, Kenny is—is is he okay? Has he come back too early? Which is a stupid um, storyline, by the way. Stupid as hell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, of course it's a storyline. It's a load of nonsense. It's stupid. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. <laughs> And I think that's what they're doing. It's like, oh, uh, you know, is he all right? And ultimately, I, he's fine. But that's going to be the thing, right? I I, I kind of agree with Blake that basically it's going to be the elite, but something's going to happen to one of the wrestlers in Dark Order, and then Hangman's going to be a last-minute you know, substitution. And then what you're going to do is you're going to have Hangman basically going nose-to-nose, face-to-face with Kenny Omega and the uh, Young Bucks. Mm. Um, yep. so I'm going Dark Order versus the Elite, and I think Dark Order might win this thing because of Hangman. I, I think they might That's win. strange. I, it's strange I, to I say. That, it's strange to say that. Right. <laughs> it's really strange that they don't put another first title on Bucks like they should have done for the tag belts. No, <laughs> I, I, I think you're right. Especially because it would be a bad image, uh, I think. I, I, I would personally be okay with it but but in a worldwide context i think a lot of people would be annoyed if the books uh and kenny you know get a get a belt immediately i have a feeling though this belt other than the other way of looking at it i think these belts were literally made for them oh i think they were ultimately they're literally made for them you don't give them it straight away my thing is you put these on a dark order and then you have young bucks go for a match against ftr and get the real hardware I think it was um, Jason Powell that said it perfectly that the young that the, that the only people that actually care about these belts are the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. Who <laughs> that actually care about these belts? Yeah, <laughs> really I've never liked trios belts because it, to me it devalues the tag titles because it's like, well, why would I go for them when I could go for this? My whole thing is when you get the trios, 
to me, it, it, that's more of a lucha situation. Yeah, I because agree. That's where I the, agree. the trios are is in lucha wrestling. And Ring of Honor tried this. this. They to... tried the six man tag team championship, and it really didn't work. And except for what was the team that it worked for? It was um, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions. That's when it really worked. But other than that, right. it really never works. Right. But I mean, if you want to really, really look at trios history, it's all in lucha. Now to bring this over here, you're just gumming up the works. So, speaking of tag teams, we have the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Oh, did we all decide who's winning in the order? We all picked the order? Okay. The AEW yes. World Tag Team Championship, it is Swerve in our glory. Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee taking on the acclaimed. Um, I'm probably one of the only people in wrestling that loves the name Swerve in their glory. Every other person I listen to hates this name, and I love it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool. I love it personally. It sounds like get out of the way. So, Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed. I... Why are the acclaimed getting the sound shot? Like, why are they getting the shot? I don't understand it. Because I think the reason why they're getting the shot is the popularity they've generated and the fan base, and I think this is why they're getting the shot. Well, somebody brought up the rankings, and they're number four ranked, but the other four teams are in six-man tags. <laughs> the other four teams. There you go. Well, they're getting the shot because everybody loves the acclaimed. Scissor me, scissor me there. Scissor me, daddy ass! Yeah. So here's the other thing. Will Daddy Ass be in her? Likely. More like a just so they can say that. Just so they can say that. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Um, I don't think that they're dropping the belt stuff. I don't think this is a title change at all. I just I... don't see it. I, I want I, the acclaim to win, but I don't think they'll win. Neither do I. I, just, I don't think so. I also think that the ass boys are going to come out and interfere or something. I think this is my gut feeling. That's and, a, my next thing is if it looks like that the acclaim is going to get it, and then I see the, uh, the ass boys. Then the gun boys yeah, the ass coming boys. out and doing a number on dad. <laughs> I thought I said the ass boys. Um, there you go. Um, moving on, we have. What's on Wikipedia listed as the main event of the show right now because we don't have a real main event is Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. This match Lionheart. is going to be great. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes, I forgot. The Lionheart Chris Jericho yes. against, Brian, against the American Dragon Brian Danielson. I forgot that. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be a great match. Um, it, it's weird, though, for him to go onto the Lionheart thing again so soon after he just it's, did it. I, I, as, I, as I heard, so I, I'm, I get him. I keep pointing to Powell because he has great lines. He went and said he probably just paid, for, paid a lot for the live off of the outfit and wanted to wear it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his hair is growing back and everything. Well, that's the Fozzie thing. That's, that's Fozzie being one of the biggest rock bands on the indie circuit right now. We're seeing that lately. Oh my God. Fozzie is getting like, they, they, um, their newest album apparently hit like top 10 on indie records. <laughs> So has he just decided to drop the wizard thing then? For now. Well, he was the wizard on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I should bring that tweet up. I should bring that tweet up. That's, that's, that's that just one of his hand, many handles that he has. Well, who yeah, wins this yeah. match? I want to get this tweet up while we talk about this. Well, who wins this match, John? Um, I mean, I I would personally give it to Brian Danielson. Yeah, I think Brian Danielson wins this thing as well. Um, I, I say a Brian, and Brian's going to get him in the LaBelle lock. He's going to make Chris tap out. What is the point of the Jericho Appreciation Society now with Paul Zach running WWE? What's the point? Yo, good question. <laughs> what is the question. point of it? They didn't know that was going to happen. I know, but like, <laughs> what did you now drop it? Like, honestly, what did you now drop it? Well, well I mean, let's see. who Who's left in the Appreciation Society? Everybody's still there. They grew. They grew since then. Now, now Anna oh, J-A-S is I hate that. Oh, my God. I hate but, that so much. Wasn't... wasn't 
Danny Danny Garcia. Danny Garcia is still back. he's still in the group. He's still technically in the group. So is um Sam and Sam and Tay, <laughs> Sammy and Tay, and uh, all them. And um, I, you know, it's a question I throw out there because I don't understand the point of the group now. The truth is, Paul is running the company. Just, <laughs> so they're 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 not pro wrestlers. They're sport entertainers. That's the problem. That sports entertainers is not a thing right now. That's the problem. <laughs> that's that's the that's what the are they making conflict. fun of? Like what are they making fun of now? Like they're not making fun of anything anymore. <clears throat> that that's the whole conflict that's pointed out by Drew McIntyre. Um so anyway, by my Jericho tweeted out this tweet is ridiculous. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um just wanna thank this is quoted. Just wanna thank Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks for reigniting my love for professional wrestling. AW is the best wrestling company in the world, and I'm so proud. All big, all, all capital letters, to be part of it. Hate is gonna hate, and weather's gotta throw, gonna throw fireballs at their asses. <laughs> okay, Jericho may have lost I, his mind. <laughs> you know I love AEW, but I, I think there's some people there who really go overboard to tell you how much they love it working there. You know, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's uh, a wrestling company. Like Aubrey Edwards company. does it on the podcast. She's always going like, "Oh, this is such an amazing." Oh, I can't listen to that podcast. I can't listen to that podcast anymore. I can't listen I to love it the anymore. Podcast, but I just want them to shut up about that. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's great, fine. But <laughs> it's almost like they're trying to convince themselves. Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to read that tweet because that was so, crazy. So, I see Brian Williams. Oh, yeah, Brian's winning this match. Yeah. I think Brian's winning and this then, match. And uh, then Chris is taking time off to tour with Fozzie. More than likely. Um, the interim AEW Women's World Championship match, we discussed it earlier, it is Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter, mm-hmm. and Hirokushida. Um, Tal's not here for that, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, is it as simple as Tony wins? Is it as simple as that? Uh, yeah, it is that simple. Well, because then you've got a good feud set up for when, uh, when Roses. Yeah, you finally get their match. Yeah. Because well, actually, the, the one time I've ever, well, not ever, but the one time recently I've ever agreed with something that uh, Jim Cornette was saying. I'm sorry. Was, <laughs> I know, yeah, but he had he had one good point where he was like, well, you know, with the, with the Punk and Moxley thing, he said they should have put the interim title on a great heel who can just brag and boast, and then you want to see Punk come back and kick his ass, you know. And I thought, oh, yeah, yeah. So maybe if you put it on Tony, though, it's like, well, You've got the same situation where you've split the audience. But like unless that. you have Thunder of the Turn Heel. Well, yeah, you could, uh, you could, you could. Yeah. I I would love Jamie Hater to get it. That would be the only that. person I would say I would say because I don't, I don't want Brit to win it again. No, no, no. Brit and Sheeta, I don't, I don't think it, he no. needs it. But Hater may be the only one here that may may get it. It's only ever going to be Storm or Hater, right? And I can't. I see think it so. Either. I. Yeah, I I can't see putting the belt back on Britt or Hikaru Shida because they've had their chance. Mm-hmm. So let's see what Tony or Jamie can do. That's right. I think, uh, and I I and I think they're going to basically lean more towards Tony because you want to see that friendship between her and Thunder Rosa. That is the match. That either, is the match. Either be cemented or come apart. I think that's one of your main matches for full gear. Is um Tony and Thunder Rosa if they if Thunder Rosa is back. That's what you do a full gear. Yep. So the main event is up in the air at the moment. Um, so rumor going around from the Wrestling Observer and Dave Meltzer says that Mox Punk is happening. Isn't it a bit late in the day, though, to not have a main event? I know. I'm <laughs> torn. Um, so apparently this is going to be announced on Dynamite tonight because Mox has a promo tonight. Um, 
I guess that match means this match is happening because by the time Friday airs, by the time this episode drops, it'll be that match will be official. So I'm guessing it's gonna be the main event. But so Mox Punk, Punk two, I guess. Unless Punk turns heel during the match, what's the point? What, what, what do you know. do? That's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Tony's got to realize this is a stupid move that <laughs> that you have to have a main event. I agree. It, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have the same players in that. So with that being said, since Moxley is the official champ, have someone else besides CM Punk go against Moxley to defend the championship. I think, so. I, well, I have two things. First of all, one, I brought up to Mandy back when they had the Mox Punk match on television. Uh-huh. And I asked her a very simple question. Does this pay-per-view need a world title match as this main event? Or could it have been? The problem is the brackets got all screwy for the world championship. But, uh-huh. like, would you, could you have headlined it with the Elite against the Dark Order with Hangman Page? You, you could. You could. Because it's the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega. They're the biggest names in the, yeah. the, the, biggest it, name in the company. It, and you could, that could have been the main event. Yeah, in theory, you could do that. And then you didn't need a world title match if Punk wasn't ready and you didn't have anyone ready to go against Mox. You did not need a world title match on this show. Okay. But I, we're getting a world title match on this show. I have a feeling what you do, you have Mox and Punk, you have them have the match they had planned to do. And then, in the ultimate heel move in Chicago, you have MJF come out and cost Punk the belt. I mean, that would be cool. uh, That would be the okay. ultimate heel move in Chicago. If you have MDF, okay. not help Mox, but more hurt Punk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would like I, that. I, I, got, I got one better. My my first theory was you have Moxley go against, uh, uh, what are they calling themselves now? Not the elite. But, um. Oh, Cole, Cole Adam Hurt. Coles. Adam Cole's hurt from what I've heard. He's not ready to go. Oh, he is legitimately hurt. He's legitimately hurt. That's why he were. Well, that's there, why they were in the trio tournament. Theory. That's why they were in the trio tournament. Okay, that, there goes my theory. On that's that. why Cole, right? That's why Cole and O'Reilly were in the trio tournament because they're so, legitimately hurt. So here's the thing: if you're not going to have Moxley and Punk, have the next best thing: Moxley and MGF. But MGF would have to make a debut, and they're going to waste that on the go home show of the show. That's my whole problem with that. I, my thing is, you pull the trigger. Let's do it. No, I agree with you, but I don't think I'm doing it. That's the thing. I just don't think I'm doing it. I mean, you got to give the people something. That's why I'm saying you do Mox Punk and you make Chicago crowd happy because Mox is going to be the biggest heel in Chicago because he faced Punk. And then you have MJF pull the biggest heel move you can be and screw Punk in Chicago. <laughs> so, what is this going to be more than a three minute match? Oh, well, yeah, exactly. I think they're going to have the match they were going to have anyway. Okay. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Interesting. Yeah, I like I like what you've uh, you've come up with. I guarantee it won't happen, but I'm going to throw it out there as my theory. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, if Punk is legitimately hurt, you got to have someone. If he's hurt, I don't think he's legitimately yeah. hurt. I don't think they would have had the match if he was legitimately hurt. Well, then again, right? yeah, just... but then remember that always the, uh, that caveat that's on the on the tickets card subject to change, and then Chicago sure. fans riot. <laughs> I have Chicago fans ride for anything. Go ahead, John. While we're talking, I have just read something actually. What? Which you you might have heard. Tony Khan said. I know he says this kind of thing a lot, but he said earlier today via Busted Open, by this weekend, by Sunday, 
I think it's going to be the strongest and best the AEW roster has ever been. Uh -huh. I think people are going to have to watch all out to see what I mean by that. Yeah, yeah. That's called a Booker booking a show. That's all that is. That's I know, close. but... <laughs> well I mean, and that's an interesting way of putting it because it's like, okay, so is the that could be MJF coming back? Yeah, because who else? Who is a big name a signing that he could? That won't go to WWE because they're a the top-rated person, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that I don't could know. be. I, I, I think we're all thought, sick yeah. of new signings at this point, right? Yeah. So, well, on that note. Let's get out of here. We went really fucking long. I said we were going to go long. I warned everybody this is going to be a long show at the top of the show. Sorry. So I'm going to hit this. And um, I'm going to play a song from a musical I watched over the weekend on Netflix. And it's from 13 the Musical. This is actually um, a little more, a little more homework by um, um, from um, Eli Golden and the cast of 13. Um, go out of your way to see this movie, by the way. I don't want this movie to get lost on Netflix because it was like, it's a regular, random musical that popped up on Netflix and there was no hype. So don't get this lost because it's a really good show. <laughs> so, um, that being note, let's get out of here for information on our show, including where you can hear our show. Go to playgustowshow.com, our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram pages, and comment, leave a rating, and review. We'll read it on the show, Dad. As always, it's been your pleasure, and if you happen to have a local independent wrestling organization where you live in, please go and patronize these people. These are young men and women in sport of pro wrestling, sports entertainment. They're coming up through the ranks, and they want to show you what they can do in the ring, and you'll be amazed at what they're able to accomplish because they want to get to that next level and go into a major wrestling organization and go for that brass ring. So please patronize these people. You'll be amazed, and... and these are the, the the companies that are looking for people to go and see these shows and you know hey just go in with an open mind hey sure. and, and on that note uh, i've got to let you know blake as of recording i may have found somebody to go to gcw with nice so i might be hey. going let me know let me know <laughs> all right john get your plugs one more time go ahead yeah, sure, sure. If you want to hear more of me, you can find me on the podcast uh, Bat Minute. Go to uh, thebatminute.com. You can find my Hedvig show at hedvig.lgbt. You can find Miami Minutes at miamiminutes.kim. Sure. Which is real. <laughs> Trust me, it's, it's Korean. Uh, what else could I plug? I don't know. Come and listen to my ridiculous band well I, I don't play I, I'm a dancer I'm like Ben hey you're on the cover you're on the cover art <laughs> come and listen to that with Pete Bentham and the Din Ladies it's very English so you might be confused but it's fine hey you're on the cover <laughs> so, art that's a big deal <laughs> and we're shooting a music video in the next few days so. yeah that's cool that's exciting I know what it is I'm going to see that alright next week um, we're going to look back at this ridiculous crazy weekend and we're probably going to be fucking exhausted while talking about it and hopefully Sal is here to talk about it with us um the NFL comes back next week, by the way. So I'm curious what, what, what Paul Deck has in store for us going up against the NFL. Uh, I am very curious because the NFL comes back not this Monday, the week after against WWE programming. It's a doubleheader. So I'm very curious what they have up their sleeves. Against Monday Night Football. Yeah, the doubleheader is in two weeks. So I'm very curious what they have up their sleeves. Um, that all being said, let's get out of here. I just looked at the, um, I just looked at the recording. And we're at almost two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, <laughs> hey, all right. This is for a longer show than a long time. Um, so that being said, thank you, John, as always, for joining us on this marathon. <laughs> Namaste. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and um, I mean, I'm Blake. 
Mark. Mark, you got <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt. And I'm John. John. And you were listening to the Obligate South Show with Mark. Have a good day, everybody. Hey, everyone. Remember, love each other, random acts of kindness, and the world will be a better place. Believe me. Good night.